You're listening to DraftKings Network. Today on the Cool Kids, in the first segment, we talk about our trip to Minnesota. Uh, yeah. We had a great time out in Minneapolis and in St. Paul at Allianz Field. We talk about all of it. Also, we talk about uh, balls getting kicked in people's faces. Uh, obviously, Kaku Watch. We have to figure out what the hell's going on. Is he okay? What is going on? How are people responding to this absolute madness? So we talk about all those things in Major League Soccer. And in the second segment, we talk to the homie Drew Connor. He's out in Czech Republic playing for Snoimo. Okay, okay, up the snowmo, uh, but he he comes on our show because he's the homie. He's been on our live shows. He's been on the podcast before, but he comes to talk about how he's doing, how he's feeling out there. So what are the what's the food like out there? But also he checks in a little bit on what's going on with Chicago Fire because that's his childhood club. So we talked to him about that plus more. And there's so much on this episode of the Cooligans. Hey, this is Alexi Lawless. There is nobody in U.S. soccer that is more important than the Cooligans. Yeah, baby! Yeah. What is good? Yo. Yo, Alexis, you feeling nice? Yo, you feel it? What? <laughs> I thought you were going to finish my sentence. Are you feeling Minnesota nice? I'm not feeling Minnesota nice right now, but I'm feeling St. Paul nice. Oh, that's right. Your boy's wearing a Well, St. Paul, Paul is in Minnesota. Yeah. All right. Whatever. You get what I'm saying. <laughs> welcome. Uh, hello, Alexis. Welcome to the show, everybody. Hello, listening Christian. To the show. How are you? Hey, welcome to the podcast, Alexis oh, Guerrero. Wow. Thank you for inviting me. <laughs> you know. To my own damn podcast. <laughs> you know, I figure this time, you know what? You know what? Let, let's bring Alexis in studio. Uh, <laughs> it's about time. <laughs> I'm just like everybody else. Uh, well, hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. We are, not only are we, uh, you know, back together, back from Minnesota. Well, they almost kept you there. <laughs> almost did. <laughs> uh, we'll get into that shortly. Not, not meaning that the fans prefer you, which I'm sure they do. <laughs> Apparently, I'm very loud uh, in, yes. in a state like Minnesota. Uh, but we are back in, uh, you know, kind of cool against OG days. Not, not the, not, not exclusively the OG podcast network. No, no, no. For all our day ones, we're back in. The studio. We're back in the, the home studio in uh in Alexis's apartment. That's right. With the with the soccer card wall. That what it's be it, most of it is still up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some of the, the I think, heat is drying out the uh the, the tape the tape on the use. on the wall. So uh, I got to get one of those like uh, rolling pins. You know what I mean? Like those uh. Like you put up ads and stuff. Okay, <laughs> I gotta get something like that. Just get 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 the rolling pin you use to knead the dough. Never. <laughs> no, you don't roll dough for pizza, y'all. <laughs> rolling dough is for show. I, I, I use rolling p- pins to beat my enemies. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's a weapon for a no no. Put on a pizza. It's a no no. Okay. Hey. All right. Uh, it's the ponder dome. Uh, <laughs> You've entered. <laughs> Welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, yeah. Yes, hello. My name is Christian Polanco. I'm Alexis Guerrero. Uh, we are your favorite stand-up comedians yeah, in yeah. New York, out in Alexis's apartment, uh-uh. uh, who do the funniest soccer podcast that you've ever listened to. That's right. And it's not just that. It, it is- also happens to be the gulliest That's soccer right. podcast it's like it's like finding uh, it's like when you find uh, money in a, like an old pair of pants. You're like, oh, yeah. oh, I, I happen to have money in here. I didn't know this was also. <laughs> I, I'm glad I have the pants. I'm glad I have the pants. Turns out, pants also got money 
in it. <laughs> you know, that's quite gully, I think. That's pretty good. <laughs> pretty gully. I like it. So it doesn't uh, happen to me quite often enough. That you have money, I agree. Yeah, uh, <laughs> or find it. I would love to find it. Earn it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My wife would like any money, whether I find it or earn it. <laughs> so uh, welcome, everyone. We have so much to talk about because it was an absolutely insane weekend in Major League Soccer, in, in Minnesota soccer. Uh, There's a lot happening in the Midwest. In fact, we're bringing an expert on the show. <laughs> That's right. Talk about Midwest soccer. This was dope. You know, we were talking last week uh, briefly about the Chicago Fire and the issues we, that they were going through. We loaded a clip. We loaded which a clip has that- been taken out of context <laughs> by many of the fans. <laughs> I think we posted an out of context clip on purpose. I, yeah, I mean, we're trying to, to you know to cause a stir. We're trying to cause a little bit of a of a buzz. <laughs> okay. No, but I think it's an, an important. Turns out the buzz from wasps <laughs> or from bees, very dangerous hornets that came at us. But it's an important subject to talk about and we we last week we discussed the the Chicago Fire rebrand rumors and and possibly moving uh into downtown into Soldier Field. And who better to handle such a sensitive subject besides two comedians? Exactly. And so we we brought in uh Mayor Rahm Emanuel yeah. to talk about. <laughs> that's, that's right. <laughs> And and we brought in second in command, Chief Keefe. He's on the phone. All right. The lieutenant governor, Chief Keefe. <laughs> no, uh, we are joined by Drew Connor, formerly uh, of the Chicago Fire, currently uh, playing in this in the second division in Czech Republic uh, for a club called Znoimo. 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 Okay. So it's a, it, it can be a little difficult to say. Sometimes. It sounds like we're saying something backwards, but we're not. That is the name <laughs> of the club. Yes, is it? I, I feel Znoimo. like that's a, a lyric from uh, from Missy Elliott's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is your from Missy Elliott? <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, uh, but no, uh, uh, you know, up the Znoimos, uh, yeah. we love them. Uh, but no, it's uh, really cool to talk to uh, an American. Up the Znoimos, like, what? How did you lose this Lego piece? <laughs> it's up my Znoimo. I don't know how else to say it. Uh, it it's cool. Uh, a, a cool story just to hear. Uh, about you know an American soccer player playing uh, playing in Europe and really gutting it out and try to figure out what's what's the next step for his career. Really uh, gullying it out. That's right. And look, it's uh, it's it, it's a, it's just sort of like a, an interesting story. And we've we've spoken to some other players who, who have dealt with that, but we never spoken to a player that's currently there. That we take the call from the Czech Republic. All right. Dumb. So cool talking to Czech Republic. <laughs> okay. The the Kooligans, uh We only speak to people in the Dominican Republic and the Czech Republic. That's right. If your name ain't got the Republic in it, <laughs> then we ain't really can't talk to you. In fact, wait till next week when we. We talk to a player from the People's Republic of North Korea. <laughs> I mean, wait till that happens. Okay. <laughs> Up the People's Republic of North Korea. <laughs> Please don't say that. <laughs> anyway, uh, Drew joins us uh, to have uh, an in-depth conversation because, again, it's fine if you're mad at us. Be mad at us. We're, we're, like, we're not in Chicago. We understand that. But we're trying to have... Yeah, we're, we ain't trying to piss people off. We're not trying to upset nobody. We're trying to make people aware of what's going on. And we're what trying the, to have a good time. And what the, what the struggles are of some uh, some of these uh, you know MLS fans. So we're here. We're here for it. We did it with Columbus last year. We roasted y'all. When, whether we knew you were keeping the team or not. But it's all right. out of love. That's it. Um, so uh, we have a great conversation with Drew. So, uh, but still, so much to talk about. We obviously we were in Minnesota. Minnesota is amazing. Minnesota, we, we did a live show. We, we could we, diversify the food a little bit. 
what, less fried? I mean, <laughs> even the salad you order, I'm like, that's got to be 1,300 calories <laughs> a bite. You know what I mean? Nah, it was uh, honestly, you know, people from Minnesota listening to this, man, thank you so much for, for the not love a, and hospitality. Yeah, being, showed. yeah, if you came to the show, cool. If you didn't, you couldn't make it, not a big deal. Uh, it was. You're dead to us. You're dead no, to us. <laughs> <laughs> we will never forgive. <laughs> we also <laughs> never forget. This is what we call New York nights. <laughs> nah, uh, man, the, the kindness and warmth from everybody there was just uh, unmatched, man. It was just absolutely beautiful. The support, the love, the 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 caring, the the fact that people came up to us and were referencing stuff from the show and were happy we were there. Yeah, it's, look, it's we get love from a lot of different cities, especially when when we're out there, and we always appreciate it. We're always like a little nervous whenever we go to a city that we've never been before. We're also doing a live show. We're like, who the hell's gonna show up? Nobody knows who the cooler is. Are. Anybody gonna show <laughs> up? Gonna be there. So look, I I don't want you, and people like you know there were a lot of people that were there that were that were fans of us and uh, a couple of people showed up that weren't didn't know who yeah, we were know, but they were just happy but, to see the Miguel. But Ibarra keep in mind, look, we're we are stand up comedians. That is where where we we cut our teeth. And when when you do stand up comedy, you are filled with a lot of self doubt. Yeah, a lot of uh, we th- are very familiar with people not knowing who we are. <laughs> okay, when we grab a microphone, a lot of uh, regret. Did I make the right decision in choosing this career path? <laughs> yeah. uh, and then we're merging it on top of soccer right. another is, thing is our is our ladies packing up our things <laughs> while we're here in minnesota exactly are we gonna go to an empty home yeah. <laughs> so the, you know what you did so <laughs> comedy especially for us who ha- hadn't been there before and and we had a, a, a full crowd uh there and and people knew us when we went to uh different different bars also and- i mean just think of bethany and dustin who run and own uh talisman incorporated talisman and company yeah and just think of the support and just the open arms in which they invited us into essentially their home sure i mean that's the kids were there it was their home yeah their shop is an extension of their home sure and they let us completely take over the place that's right just invite you know a bunch of soccer fans a bunch of rowdy uh men and women yeah. Uh, down to their uh, down to their to their shop and just completely take over. They set us up with a table. They set us up with yeah. a space to run the event, and we wanted to make it a small and intimate event. You know what I mean? We're not the men of blazers. We don't need the the theater. You know what I mean? <laughs> Look, we will take the theater. Let's just start there. But uh, we wanted to do something that was small, intimate, and we wanted to show the fans that the show we do is not about us or the spotlight i mean it is about us we're amazing <laughs> but the show is about the, the fans and we're fans of soccer and we want to do a show for fans of soccer so yeah. um we also launched our hat with talisman yeah but before we even get to that that what i did want to say is like whenever we go to a new city we don't know what 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 is going to happen we don't know what yeah, the reception is going to be and as comics you know when we go to uh perform in in some city this is like the the uh, common thing with when you do stand up is you travel to a city that you know that's not popping right you could do the you do the funny bone you do the improv or whatever and it's like usually you're stuck at the hotel there's not really much to do in the city you don't know anybody you're uncomfortable but for us stand up comedians that do a, 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 a comedy soccer podcast we go and it's the complete opposite we, we go, go there we got friends yeah we go somewhere already it's a warm situation and it's it nothing uh warms our heart uh, any more than that, man. It is just like to, besides to, the sheer amount of sodium we inject <laughs> via Juicy Lucy. <laughs> so uh, thank you to everyone in Minneapolis and St. Paul that was so uh, just 
Just incredible. So supportive, loving. People think we're like people think we're just blowing smoke up people's ass. Like nah, no, man. like it's, it means, it's a, means the world to us. You don't know what it's like to walk into a bar full of soccer fans and people start walking up to you like, oh shit, you're here. Yeah, thank you for coming to our city and blah blah blah. And like I love the show and yo, who's that dude? He walked up to us, didn't even say hi, just walked up. And he was like, he said something like, yo, fuck Man Blade or something. He was like, yo, that's gully, right? And he walked away. <laughs> and he's like, you know how I do? It's this white dude who's drunk. He's like, yo, you know how I do? We keep a gully out I here. I remember that, okay? You don't remember that? The dude just, just straight dapped at us both. At the stadium? Or? No, this is at Black Heart. I don't. Uh, and we were like, oh. No, I don't, I don't remember. No, I don't it remember. Was, I mean, it was we met so many people that day. Yeah, we did. We met a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, there were a lot of people trashing Men of Blazers, which is hilarious. Hilarious. <laughs> like, we don't ask you to do that, <laughs> but just... it's always funny when you do. We think it's hilarious. It just proves that you listen to the show. Cause, yeah. Yeah, we stopped doing that just in case they want to make money with us. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, I'm joking. Uh, like, it's uh, those situations where people walk up to us and they reference something from the show or they reference something that we said, like, months ago. Like, that just warms our heart. Yeah, you know what I mean? Man, uh, the best. Man, we just had. I had an incredible time there. So thank you uh, again. So just to let you guys know for the people who weren't there, because a lot of people, you know, a lot of times we do a show. Yeah, we're like, uh, you know, you, you hear about uh, a, a live podcast, right? And uh, maybe a podcast that you may have heard once or twice. So maybe you n- didn't hear uh, at all. You know, there were a couple of people there, never heard us before. Maybe got dragged by their their significant others. Or, you know, they, I think they were both members of Dark Clouds or True North Elite, their supporters group. So they're like, yes, we will go in support of the supporters group. Yeah, so you go when you go to our shows, uh, I mean, some of the people who may not have heard us, you, you, there's a... There's a possibility you hear somebody say like, uh, uh, we, and we dealt with this last year at the during the World Cup comedy tour, where the the idea of a funny soccer show is what is that going to be? What like? is that going to be like? Am I, I'm I'm going to go pay to see that? You know, and thank you to everyone who was there. You're, you're, like th- th- this isn't some uh, grand money making operation. Uh, we you basically everyone who was there basically just helped pay for our flights to Minnesota. You really, know, you, you really, did. you really just did you that. Saved our ass. A bit. <laughs> so thank you so much. Uh, every single cent me genuinely means the world to us. So uh, it, it was yeah. Look, it, it, it I we know it's a risk. Listening and following the Cooligans, whether you're whether you are uh, coming to a live show, whether you're driving in your car, which we I don't know how many messages we've gotten of people saying that they can't listen to us in their cars because they're generally worried about getting into an accident because they're laughing too hard. Somebody posted recently a, a tweet. Somebody tweeted saying they had to pull over. Yeah, because they were laughing too hard to continue driving. Yes. Yeah. I, I, so if because last week we we hit we hit you with the, that new chant for you for your new favorite club, Anal Wards FC. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Come on up the Ain Awards, baby. <laughs> and which was uh, uh They're at the bottom right they're now. They're at the bottom. But they're gonna they're make gonna... it to the top, baby. <laughs> All right. Honestly, you don't want them there. You don't <laughs> want them at the top. And also if you get them on the top, what were you doing? <laughs> so uh uh anyway. Um it, yes, that apparently that that struck a chord yeah. uh, with uh, with a lot of people. So uh yes, we understand that it it, it is a uh, a, a big uh, risk to convince people to listen to this show because it, it, it does seem very unorthodox. But for everyone who has and has maybe shared it with a friend and said like, yo, you got to listen to these dudes. Thank you, because I know you, uh, I know you're confident in your decision, but just right. know that your friends are not confident in your decision. Yeah, your friends are like, <laughs> what the hell have they got me into? And this is one of these things where, like, I know we're like, there's a little bit of a, of a, of a learning curve. 
to listening to Cooligans. You know yeah. what I mean? Like when you first turn it on, you're like, this. They haven't even spoken about soccer, and <laughs> I've been listening to this for at this point what 14 minutes. You know what I mean? Like that can't possibly can't be uh, a soccer show. Oh, they've so they've given themselves a lot of big ups. They've shouted to themselves. You know what I mean? And then once you're in, there's just no way you're you're not coming back. Exactly. Once you hear people chanting what? for an awards, you know you're locked in. <laughs> yes, yes. Once you go cool again, you never. I don't know what would be the thing. You never come back. <laughs> you never come back. Anyway, uh, so thank like you burn your blazer. <laughs> <laughs> so the main thing, thank you to everyone in Minnesota. The episode with Miguel Ibarra and uh, so and also Jeff Ruder uh, of the Athletic uh, was there. Uh, will be uh, available this Friday. So make sure if you're listening into this, make sure you subscribe to the show. Uh, I also recommend subscribe on our YouTube channel because the video uh, will be up there and uh, and that's also really fun. There's, it's like a, there's a different element seeing uh, the actual live show. Uh, it's almost like the difference between hearing a comedy album and then watching the Netflix special. Or yeah, and like look, we, we will release the audio from the event, but it's nothing like being there. It really is. Yeah, no, both will be out. Uh, we're putting out the audio from the event. Yeah, uh, the podcast form, but you know, the, the the video will also be on YouTube. But that's what I'm saying. Like, you'll see the video, you'll hear the audio, but it's nothing like being in the room. It really I, oh, is totally, it. totally. So next time we're in your city doing a live show. Uh, you got to come through because there were a lot of people. They they saw the photos and be like, "Yo, I can't believe I missed that." What was, uh, I, what well, was I thinking? I was a little too hungover. Guess what? I can't believe you missed it either. And we <laughs> did the event early, so you wouldn't miss Game of Thrones. Exactly. We're looking out for you. And we're, still, yeah, we're trying to take care of you. Yeah, we got some great reviews. Have you seen some of these reviews? Lately? I have seen. You want to let's let's read one. We don't have too much time, so we don't have a lot of time. I want. I have two that I want to read, but they're both really short. Is that cool? Go for yes, it. Yes, it is. This one is from Saint Lunigan. Okay. All right. Uh, gully as guy. That's <laughs> okay. the title. Five stars, of course, or else we don't read your review. Ah. <laughs> Shouts to me for rocking the most only funny gully podcast, Horns Play Gua. So oh. I think what he means is. <laughs> ba, ba, da, ba, ba. <laughs> Thank you very much. And then the other one I want to read is from JXD, JXD91. He put embarrassed to like these New York shitty fans. <laughs> The title, that's the title. Five stars, though, and he wrote, embarrassed like these New York shitty FC fans, but they are too gully. Keep up the great work. Okay. Thank you very much. That, that's a review that I absolutely love. Because, like, that, here's the thing. We've said, look, we're definitely NYCFC fans. We want to support the did league. Did they do a rebrand that I didn't hear about? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what is this? Well, we, if we could throw out Anal Worth, I think they could go there. It's also, that's the simplest way yeah, yeah. of making fun of the team. But that said, look, we're definitely fans of the team, but we're fans of the whole league. We talk about the whole league and we show everyone love and respect. And as long as you show us love, we don't care who, who you like or who you don't exactly. like. So if you wanted this the team go for trash, it uh, trash our team we don't care we it's don't all, care it's all out of love as long as you leave a five star review <laughs> thank you so much for doing that you can insult my mother as long as you leave that five star what am I seven insult my mother <laughs> I don't care uh, so thank you we're currently at 419 reviews uh, on our way to 500 well, we're almost at 420 okay uh, coming up soon right uh, four days away which uh, I feel like that's got to be stacks. Stacks got to leave another four hundred and twenty review. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so uh, help us get to five hundred. Uh, we're almost there. Uh, it really helps us climb up the iTunes rankings and uh, c- you know catch up to all those inferior shows about soccer. <laughs> yeah, let's trash our friends. Yeah. <laughs> nah, man. Uh, so so thank you for that uh, and and all that support. So uh, let's talk about the soccer world. There's a, a bunch of things happen. We'll we'll get, we'll talk about our experience at. 
uh, Allianz uh, Field in a moment. Hey, we'll be right back with the show. Really sorry we're interrupting. But today's show is sponsored by SeatGeek. You SeatGeek! Know, you want to get them tickets uh, to anything. What? Comedy shows, I mean, games. Think of, like a, think of your favorite event that you need tickets to, okay? Yeah. And here's what you do. You pull up the SeatGeek app, and if you don't have it, download it now. What is you doing? That's right. Download you know, it now. We were just at Allianz Field, right? Yeah. Uh, right? You want to get tickets to games like that? You know, sometimes they, they may be hard to get. Maybe you want uh, some deals. Maybe a little. you, you want to get the cheapest ticket. Uh, it's very simple. This is how you do it. Look, here's what SeatGeek does, okay? They're going to look at all the other ticket resellers, and they're going to find you the best deal. Why would you not want to do that? Exactly. You'd be crazy to not do that. You'd be insane. Yo, you go to SeatGeek and guess what? They got like this color-coded system. Green means great deal, right? Yellow means like, hey, I don't know. It's kind of a good deal, but it's not the best we found. Red is like, oh, you got it like that? Yeah. Oh, right. You just need your, Is that what you want? You want a suite right now? So you could see Alexis walk by and yeah, take that, a long that, bathroom that's break? That's the demographic of people who listen to our show. People who got it like that. You, you got it like that. <laughs> then you need to go to SeatGeek right now. Download that app. And guess what? First time you use it, you put in cooligans and you're going to get something, right? Exactly. You're going to get $10 off your first purchase. So maybe you're trying to bring a friend to their first MLS game or first <laughs> first event or whatever, for any big game. Use the SeatGeek app and get what well, you, you don't want to pay the full price for your friend. You don't even like your friend, really, when you think about it. I mean, when you think about it, they're just like kind of an acquaintance. <laughs> kind you of know an acquaintance. What I mean? so don't, don't pay the full price. You know what you do? Let's see how they act during the game, okay? <laughs> you want to go to the game with your okay. friend? Let's see how they this, handle the night. This will be the test whether you continue your friendship or not. Right. And I think, well, what better test than that? This is the SeatGeek test, <laughs> right? Are they a good friend or not? You SeatGeek, get yourself a ticket, get your homie a ticket, and you guess what? You're going to get $10 off your first order. I mean, it would giving you money we're just handing exactly. you money use that promo code cooligans and you will get those 10 bucks off your first order do it now but i think we should start with the top top story right now uh uh let's go with kaku okay so so <laughs> sporting sp- kansas city sporting kansas city so we're at children's mercy park where kaku shows a no mercy <laughs> no mercy <laughs> for no one he's like fine only to children but fuck that guy in the front <laughs> row <laughs> look no. if you didn't see it end of the match an extra time based or whatever in in, in stoppage, stoppage time, time yeah uh he got very frustrated a ball pass didn't uh, arrive to him when he wanted the ball very very frustrated and you know how angry kaku gets no yeah. and look let's also start by saying he's a kid right kaku's a young young person right yeah um he angrily hits the ball towards the like as if he was going for a 30 yard free kick at the ad board yes misses the ad board but he finds the face of a fan in the front row yes not fun not cool not yeah so before yeah we get into any jokes <laughs> yeah let's focus on the fact that this uh fan uh, to my knowledge, that I, what I read was injured, did uh, suffer from a concussion, uh, got hit in the head with a soccer ball from very close range, very hard. Uh, so that's why I look. I'm uh, that's speculative. I'm, I didn't see any particular report. I just saw that other sporting Kansas City fans had mentioned that. Right. So I don't want to say that is definitive, but because he he did stay till uh, he was there toward, at the end of the game, and uh, uh, you know people did check on him and things like that. But I heard. That's all I'm saying. Y'all heard that the the guy did suffer from. Uh, they uh, told me. Yeah, I I 
so what I heard from what I saw uh, on Twitter was that he did suffer a concussion and didn't even remember getting hit with the ball. Yeah, which is typical of of something that traumatic. Yes, because he did fall to the ground. Uh, it, it it was and it almost hit the ball kid. The the ball kid kind of just dodged it. But it, yeah. might, it might have even grazed the kid's sh- shoulder. Uh, I, mean, I imagine it hit the kid. Right? Imagine that. Like right. How much? Then you- that guy would have been saved. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> His name is Ball Kid. You gotta. You, you gotta. You gotta. Take so no, uh, luckily it didn't hit a child. I'm I'm sorry it hit anybody. Yeah, uh, I here's I'm gonna say this. I nobody. I don't think anybody thinks Barco is vindictive or malicious. Why are you talking about Barco? Why did I say Barco? <laughs> Kaku. I don't think any. I, I'm. I don't think anybody thinks Kaku is vindictive or malicious or you know doesn't care about the fans. No one's that stupid to think that. However, he fucked up. Uh, yeah, r- really bad. That's yeah. it. Yeah, there's no... You got to serve punishment. Now, look, there's some people saying he deserves to be kicked out of the league, this and that. Uh, maybe that's just a lot of emotion at that moment yeah. from seeing that because there is a certain breach of trust, especially in this country. It's uh, Maybe it's not the same like Eric Cantona kicking some dude in the face, Patrice Evra trying to kick a dude in the face. Things have happened before, Yeah, but it's always never. it's never really happened here. There's a certain breach of trust, and, you know, and, like the and, malice in the palace. Yeah, so and, to speak. but and in those uh, scenarios, there there have been some like fan uh, antagonizing. antagonizing. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. So there's at least some kind of understanding. Should it happen? Clearly not. It should never happen. But you you know you can only do so much and in, in attacking an athlete before they respond. Right. Look, Kaku. I don't think at any point was like, "Yo, fuck that guy." I'm gonna hit him with this ball. I don't think he was like, "Yo, I don't care about the fans. I'm gonna kick this ball into the no, stands." I mean, I'm confident. He's not even about thinking. We know that. We know that for sure. That's what I'm saying. That was he wasn't trying to do that. So, to all the rebel fans, there's there seems to be two different types of rebel fans. Those that are saying like, "Yo, I don't think he's a bad kid at all." But he messed up. And yeah, he's going to have to pay for it. And there's other people going, it's not that bad. What are you talking about? Look at this over here. That's not the way you handle this. When this happens in general with almost any issue, this happens in politics where people tend to conflate issues together. Right. Right. So, uh, you know, NYCFC. Conflakes were my favorite. Conflakes. Yeah. Conflakes. Conflakes. (laughs) I made a little frosted conflakes. My favorite brand. (laughs) Conflakes. But. People tend they're great, <laughs> <laughs> but so people tend to uh, this happens in politics all the time, and and it, with it, NYCFC fans are like, "Yo, this is terrible from uh, from Kraku, right?" And then Rebel fans go back and like, "Yo, but you got Nazis in your stands," and it's like, "Okay, those are not the same thing. They're not the same thing. Both uh, bad, both bad, both and pe- bad." And people will do everything on both sides, on both parts, to to uh, eliminate that kind of behavior, right? Yeah. Nazis and also players kicking the ball into the stands. I think if you ask the Rebel fan, do you think players should be allowed allowed to whip balls into the stands at the hardest they could possibly kick it from with feet away. No one would say, yeah, I don't, who cares if they do that? No one would say that. Yeah. So defending this as if it wasn't a messed up situation. And this goes for a friend of ours who used to work for the club. Who's posting stuff like it ain't that bad. Look at this. That's not how you handle this. This is messed up. A dude got hit with in the face. Oh, if that was you, if that was your friend, if that was your brother, if that was yeah, your dude. mother, if that was your sister, you wouldn't be happy either. Even if it was your favorite, you wouldn't be like, take it on the chin, ma. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to win games out here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. We got, it was a good result. <laughs> I mean, what are we supposed we to do We got a here? point on the road. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so you took one off the face, ma. And 
<laughs> you know? Uh, yeah, it's, it's the, the fan, no one, I, I honestly, they, I, this is how I, from the interactions that I see online, I don't think anyone is genuinely defending the, the action, but people are defending people saying that Kaku should be uh, suspended 10 games. And then it's like, then, uh, you know, I, I see a lot of people uh, conflating it with Will Johnson's domestic abuse case. And then they're like, like he only are... got five games. So you're saying that kicking a ball in the fa- like, that's not, that's not the conversation to be had. No. And you know what? Maybe it is down the line. Sure. To say like, yo, okay, this is a really bad situation. Hitting, a, hitting someone in the front row, probably not as bad really in my mind as hitting your spouse. Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it, but that's not a conversation that doesn't negate or uh, you're not helping either scenario. Yeah, no, you're not saying Will's like, stop yeah, talking about it. That, that doesn't mean like, oh, wow, this person really cares about domestic violence because all you're b- basing it on is the grading system of how, of how bad it is, right. is how many games you're suspended. Right. For. You're using it to quantify someone else's actions. You're exactly. not using it on its own. So look, at the end of the day. Nobody, and I expect nobody that listens to this show, thinks what Kaku did was okay. And I would even go so far as to say he did apologize right away. And look, maybe that was led by someone in the marketing team or someone from PR. Who cares? Yeah. Clearly, I know for a fact that that Kaku wouldn't be like, screw that guy. And then people saying, like, look how bad he wants off the team. Nah, come on. Look. Do I think he needs to sit for a hot minute? Yeah. Yeah. Do I think MLS needs to send a very strong message? Look, the fans, there's a trust the fans have when they go to a game that they're going to be safe from situations like this. Look, free kicks, things like that. Things people can, have taken, can happen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But this isn't one of those situations. Someone sitting at the midway field yeah, right. shouldn't have to worry about getting popped in the face from that far along or potentially coming home with a concussion. Yeah. You know what I mean? Unless you're driving with Fernando Adi. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Drunk driving. <laughs> like at the end of the day, you there's there's a certain sense of safety you have or you should expect when you go to a game. Yeah. Now, that said, I think Haku's going to get at least a five game suspension. I I believe so, right? There's a there, there should be something uh, something you know what? Obviously the league has to do something, but honestly I think the 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 majority of responsibility here is with the New York Red Bulls. I think they have to do something to figure out where uh, Kaku stand and and what he really means to this club, right? Because he is, uh, we know what happened in the preseason. He was trying to go to Club America. He was trying to force a move. Uh, we understand that. So clearly, I would have done the same thing. Fine, but there's clearly some un- unsteadiness and unhappiness at the club. He's clearly frustrated. So the reason he kicks the ball to begin with is because he is. There's a general frustration that he feels playing for the New York Rebels, and that is the real issue that has to be addressed. Yes, his his emotional outburst led to uh, 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 someone getting injured. So something has to be done. Also, Chris Armis doesn't seem like the type of guy to let something like this go. It may be out of his hands. Okay. Yeah, maybe, maybe something that the club is like, no, we need to handle but this. But even your teammates, right? How's it? It's, it's difficult. Def- you can't defend your teammate in this scenario, right? And we saw that. You stand the, by him. You stand by but him. But yo, the dude's got to take it on the chin. Look, just like that guy. And, and, and we, we saw the. I'm still trying. We saw the, the, the comments from uh, Louis Robles. Uh, Which was fine until that last sentence. Yeah. So, the, so, uh, so this is. Uh, l- let me just read this because. 
Uh, this is the and this a, is a quote. A quote. This is the the sports writer for the Kansas City Star, Sam McDowell. Uh, uh, writes. He goes. Uh, uh, so Luis Robles uh, regarding uh, Kaku. He goes. Uh, this is a quote, folks. He goes. Quote. I know that he's remorse, remorseful about it. I know that he didn't mean to do it. We all checked with the guy. I guess that's the price you pay when you sit in the front row, right? Close quote. I can. I, I know no one said anything. And he's like, right? Yeah, guys, right? <laughs> so, it is right. Literally, this is this can feels. <laughs> this feels like a joke that goes bad. And again, and this is why I, I even tell you this, right? I tell Alexis this all the time. When you write on Twitter and you make a joke, the 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 way when you write it and when you say it are. Are different. You can't see context. In, you can't in, see context. Yeah. So we don't know the context of how exactly. He's, but he didn't write this. He said this into a microphone. He said this into a microphone. So, uh, but oh, again, we're just seeing the words. We don't know the inflection. We, we don't, don't know, know if he was trying to make yeah. a joke. We don't know if he was just dead cold serious. Um, so also oh, maybe not. The, and this is me saying it. Maybe yeah. not the time to make a joke. <laughs> Of all people, right? Of all people. I'm the one saying it. Maybe now's not the time to bring out the bits. Because Alexis... He's not like, this isn't... I guess that's what you get when you're in the front row. I'm only kidding, folks. Anyway. Because, look, Alexis and I are very... We're different comedians, right? Yes. And But but we we handle the same Twitter account. Yeah. And, and, and there's some things that I, he may write that I'm like, well, I'm reading it. And as I, I, hearing Alexis say it, I'm like, yeah, I, I get the context. But reading it, I'm like, this is not... This is not going to hit the way you want it to hit. Right. And there's often times where I'm like, who cares? Let it ride. <laughs> Christian's like, I'll tell you who cares for me. <laughs> because, but comedy is about risks. And, and I understand that what uh, I, that I'm, I'm willing to to uh, live and die by the fact that we make we make that attempt and we can fail at it. Yeah. Which is fine. But Luis Robles is not a comedian. Uh, so this reading this, I'm like, oh, he seems like he's being a little a uh, little snarky. A little snide. I wouldn't say snarky. I would say like he's a little bit. He's. It feels to me like he's trying to take some of the heat away. Yes. He's like, well, that's just part of what comes, right? Like it's clearly meant in a not facetious, but in a very light mannered way. Yes. And he's doing a good job of trying to take the focus away. Yeah. He's doing a bad <laughs> job in general of proving he's a good dude, which we've met him and he's a great he's guy. He's like one of the nicest human beings in the world. So, so I, this we, isn't what's in his it, soul. Well, yeah, we're Robles stands. He's a great, great dude. Uh, so it, it, I don't think this is any uh, representation of who he is as a person. But this, this, this quote. Bad taste. Bad taste comes off the wrong way. I mean, it's really you. you look, he's in a tough position, right? Because he can't be like, yo, Kaku, he's a, yeah, he's the worst. I yeah, hate playing trash, with him. That yeah, guy. He can't, he can't he say. should have sent him to Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> he can't say that. But look, all he has to say, man, is uh, I'm sorry that it happened. And I, I hope the fan is OK. And then you're done with that, man. And you could say like, hey, he's remorseful. He didn't mean it. He apologized. Yeah. That's not the type of person he is. Next question. Yeah, not nah, it's just unnecessary and uh, uh, a, a statement that he's going to have to deal with for the next like couple weeks or, may, or maybe people a have to long. answer for it at least once. Yeah, for sure. so uh, uh, unfortunate. But uh, Kaku, he is going to be um, he's going to be suspended. Obviously, we don't we haven't uh, received any notices of what the the the, the suspension is. Yeah, nobody I think knows what it is. Usually, maybe by the time this comes out, usually that means, stuff but. happens pretty fast. Like we get the emails from MLS uh, usually Monday. And it says like, oh, this person was suspended, or like, you know, the or if somebody got a red card. And disciplinary it, committee says this. Yes, so, so we we are aware of what's going on, and this and it's already Tuesday. We're recording this Tuesday afternoon on uh, April sixteenth. We haven't heard anything, but by the time you hear this, there might be uh, uh, an announcement of what his punishment is. I do hope it is lengthy. I mean, I know he didn't mean it, but there has to be a statement has to be made. 
Yeah, it's, uh, very much so. Yeah. So and people talking about for the rest of the season, this and that. I think after seeing it, your first time you see it, that's your first thought. And then after you watch it a few times, you're like, okay, clearly. Yeah. He didn't, you know what I mean? He wasn't trying to hit this dude, <laughs> but he did. And you have to pay for that. You it have is, to. It is bad. Um, so, okay. So we'll, we'll see what happens with that. So uh, another thing I wanted to talk about uh, real quick was, so the NWSL season uh, just started uh, over the weekend. Uh, Chicago, the Chicago Red Stars uh, jersey reveal. Yeah. Wow. What a dope. Uh, wow. Yeah, man. I mean, that, that it felt like a, like New Jordan's dropping. You know what I mean? Like it was just a well done. Yeah. The ad, everything about it. Yeah. The uh, the the players in the in the ad were dope. The way it was shot, yeah, it was, was dope. Julie Ertz, uh, Sarah Gordon, Sarah right? Gordon, uh, and, and uh, 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 short her last name. I forgot her first yeah, name. Yeah, I can't remember her first. Yeah, name. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the uh, but, so that that was awesome. But the NWCLC started, uh, and it was uh, I, you know what I, I love about um, the. The NWSL season starting because it, 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 we go from international play and the U.S. women's national team playing together. And there is that like togetherness, unity, you know, women's soccer. All this so stuff. They put on them different. They, they put, put on, on the different shirts. club shirts. They're like, like, yo, I don't even know this broad. I know her weakness. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. When we saw those comments from Ashton Harris after losing, uh, losing their game, the Orlando Pride. And everybody was uh, uh, like, they're ready. It's already getting choppy already. Yeah. And every and, and I think there's a little bit of, you know. These uh, uh, these women are trying to get into the, the the World Cup squad, right? So of course, everybody's like at it's at at its most sort of tense, and it's game one, right? Um, but there was a a great moment uh, that I really really loved, uh, and this was on Twitter. This was with, with Crystal Dunn, uh, Crystal Dunn, who <laughs> this was hilarious, who plays uh, for uh, for the Courage, the North Carolina uh, Courage, and. She so she re, re, got married recently, right? She married uh, this uh, gentleman named Pierre Soubrier, uh, who uh, I believe works with uh, the Portland Thorns. So she plays uh, clear. So he's the, the the head athletic trainer for the Portland Thorns, and uh, but she she plays for uh, the North Carolina Courage. So uh, he voted for Tobin Heath for goal of the week. She had like, well, he voted on one of those, uh, like Twitter, Twitter polls, Twitter polls. But when you vote, it tweets out the same video with a predetermined text that says, I voted for blank. Yes. So he may not have known that was coming. <laughs> so, so he voted, uh, you know, so it was a, a very public, uh, uh, you know, tweet uh, of who he voted for. But Tobin Heath had that dope backheel goal. Uh, So that was awesome. So you understand the guy works for the Portland Thorns. A Portland Thorns player scores a like awesome goal. But in in this Twitter poll was his wife who also scored a goal. Yeah. For goal up for goal of the week. So he clearly publicly posts this <laughs> this uh this his vote his that's ba- what i'm saying he didn't think he was he <laughs> thought this was an anonymous poll no it was very very public and then crystal dunn retweets his tweet uh for for his vote for tobin heath and goes and she goes quote i mean i understand your loyalty but i'm your wife yeah. <laughs> and she goes lol we will discuss this later Uh oh okay i've heard that before S- sounds like pierre might be in a little bit of trouble yeah oh, oh, oh no <laughs> <laughs> That's how he sounds. Oh, oh, oh la la. <laughs> um, this is not good. So uh, it, it's uh, a, a funny uh, situation to be in, clearly. Uh, uh, but what what would you do, Alexis? 
Well, if you were in that in that scenario, delete that tweet. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about, buddy? Not vote at all. Uh, you you, you work vote. you work for another team. Your wife plays for another team. You don't vote, you, or you vote for wifey. Okay, I'd rather get in trouble at work than at home. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> okay, so Pierre could learn a little thing or two about, you know, his home life. Yeah, of course. Okay, his work life, he, he seems to be a little too focused on his career, trying to get that promotion. Yeah, it looks like Notre Dame isn't the only fire that he caught. <laughs> <laughs> or caught sorry, his friend. Unbelievable. Right? Come on. <laughs> Somebody had to. <laughs> you may not have seen uh, Christian just throw his arm up in frustration. <laughs> really? Is that necessary? <laughs> um, no. So uh, a funny, a fun, uh, nice, fun soccer moment. Love seeing those things. By the way, uh, Heather O'Reilly tweeted this out. I don't know if you saw this. Uh, she put little known fact. The official name of the first FIFA Women's World Cup in 1991 was, this is the name, first FIFA World Championship for women's football for the M&M's Cup. Okay, I did not know any of that this. That was the title <laughs> of the okay. first Women's little, World Cup. A little long. Yeah, I don't yeah. know why they... Say long in the tooth. <laughs> Just, it's a bit verbose. <laughs> I think, uh, you know, I, you know, we, we always work on uh, cutting the fat out of jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is definitely... This is a little lengthy, this yeah, one. Yeah, this is in headline uh, <laughs> a potential. This yes. is very long. We need a little... We need... You know how, like, you know, journalists write the article, but then you have, a, like, a copy editor writing the... Right, uh, editor just writing the article. Yeah. Uh, writing the headline. headline. This this is could this could have used one of those. We, we gotta get one of those guys or one of those <laughs> women out here because a little too long for it to be the first FIFA World Championship for women's football for the M&M's Cup. The M&M's Cup. As uh, opposed to the World Cup. <laughs> You're going yeah. with the M&M's Cup. Cup of M&M's is probably what they got paid sure. back then. Uh, yeah, it, it feels uh, the, the World Cup is, even though we know it's like a, it's a very corporate thing, uh, yeah, it may not have started that way. Exactly, because that's where we're at. Now. You know, people are sort of accustomed to it with, um, you know, the Doritos Fiesta Bowl and yeah. the the A and M insurance or whatever. Like right, it's right, every right, single yeah, yeah. <laughs> the farmers insurance bowl. <laughs> yes, and people sort of uh, adjust to that. And my granddad's college won the Geico Bowl, <laughs> and I want to win the Geico Bowl. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it was. Uh, so in general, yeah, that's a, a, a weird thing to do. So yeah. um, okay. So let's let's talk about um, a couple matches. Uh, well, I fell in love with that university when my uh, dad went there and they won the Pornhub Bowl. Uh, that was, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, it was it was it got messy. <laughs> oh, Speak of a celebration, uh, <laughs> we didn't. Uh, yeah, it was the first time the trophy presentation uh, was on Playboy TV. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Exclusively, yeah, we, uh, we uh, streamed the uh, championship, and a couple windows were open. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you want to you want to watch the trophy presentation? Well, you got to sign up for Patreon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, I might want to watch it alone. Uh, <laughs> yes, they they do the trophy presentation. It's like a, a, a cam girl does it before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, so uh, let, let's talk about our experience at Allianz Field. Let's just start with that because beautiful stadium. First of all, from the outside, it looks amazing. I didn't know this. They they put it in an area called Midway because between the two cities. Okay. Yeah. I didn't realize. Especially, it wasn't until the Uber drive to the airport. It was an older gentleman who drove me, and he was like, oh, I don't know St. Paul that well. And I said, where are you from? He said, Minneapolis. This dude's 70-something years old. Yeah. I was like, what are you Just, talking about? Walk down the street. <laughs> yeah. You're like, you familiarize yourself very How easily. do you not know 
right over here when you're from right over there. And he was like, yeah, you got to take like these streets in St. Paul to get to the airport. Minneapolis, we take the freeway. I'm like, I, I was like, I, I hate to sound naive, sir, but you're talking about like you're from a different part of the state. Aren't you from the other side of the river? And he was like, I he's like, I don't come to St. Paul ever. There's never a reason for me to come to St. Paul. Okay. And I'm like, really? I'm like, you've lived a long time. No, like, <laughs> unless you look terrible for your age. And he's like, no. And he said, I'm 70. I think he said he was 73 years old. He goes, and I just don't need to come to St. Paul. I don't know St. Paul at all. Jeez. He said, it's very frustrating being here because we have numbers and a grid and they don't. I never realized it's two different cities. I know it's two different cities, but I assumed they viewed it the way Kansas City, Kansas, Kansas City, you know, uh, Missouri handles it. Like, clearly it's two different areas, but they treat it like whatever. You know what yes, I mean? Yes, yes, yes. They, they tend to find themselves in both. I was floored. But they put it in the middle of the two. In, uh, in, yeah, the stadium. It's I mean, like in between where it's like behind a Walmart. It's like in between yeah. St. Paul and, and uh, Minneapolis. All I know is when we drove past it, it looked amazing from the outside. And as soon as you walk in, you're triple as impressed as you were out there. It's absolutely. If you, uh, for everyone listening around the country, uh, this is an away day for you. Uh, this is a, this is a stadium to go to. It might be the dopest stadium in in MLS. Well, look, we have, at least that we've seen. Yeah, I mean, I haven't been to Bank of California, and I have a feeling that this it, it's it's similar to the Bank of California. I would stadium. say it's comparable, but there's something different about this one. It's a little bit more enclosed. Bank of California seems like it was very well designed, but it seems like it was designed in parts. Okay. Um, it, like, you know, the supporters feel separate from the rest of the stadium at Bank of California. And I know 3252 is listening and they're, they're going to be upset about this. Uh, it feels like they're, they were, they sort of were able to make changes to their side and the rest of the stadium is, is different. You know what I mean? There's something about Allianz field where it seems like it's all one. Now, look, I went when it was still in construction, so I didn't get a chance to see the concessions and all that. We did get to see it here. It was, it seems like it's all one unit. The okay. stadium. It seems like it was very well thought out. My biggest surprise of the stadium is how small it is. It's only like nineteen eight, something like that, right? Uh, nineteen, yeah, nineteen eight, but nineteen seven hundred ninety six. I think was was it the sellout. Uh, I'm surprised. Yeah, it does. It feels much louder. But again, we, we're th- this should be the kind of this is the standard going forward, right? Around like twenty thousand seats, uh, smaller stadiums. Fill them up, get them loud, and create that match day experience that's really memorable. Yeah. And uh, and it's not that it's not a bad idea to have a little bit of exclusivity with the tickets, you know, where the supply is low. It's hard to get, you know. Exactly. It's not that I like that. The, the, getting tickets Allianz Field is like a supreme drop. Oh yeah. All right. Mad exclusive. Uh, and you you know. got to dress corny as hell to get it. <laughs> <laughs> Bring cash. <laughs> so. Um, the the game, I mean, the experience. Look, the cons- everything is just absolutely gorgeous. The field is just beautiful. Just, I mean, the sightlines, sightlines, perfect. It doesn't matter where you are in this stadium. It feels like you're on the field, no matter where you are. It's incredible. So, I mean, we we took, we literally walked around the entire stadium. Uh, we were uh, making f- filming videos, doing a bunch of stuff. It was you could hear the Wonder Wall everywhere. Yeah, uh, super loud. One of my favorite things is when uh, during every corner kick, they they they. Toss the, they wave their their uh, scarves. Yeah, the whole stadium. The whole it. stadium waves their scarves, and it, yeah. it creates a real sense of tension. Yeah, uh, uh, in the stadium. I don't, you know, from looking at it, it seems like the way it was built, not many mistakes. I think the only mistake on the entire night was they let Kaku design the tifo because he. <laughs> 
<laughs> it almost killed the fan, you know. <laughs> okay, that's right. This, this is people. Our fans are in much more danger than we thought. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a new MLS. <laughs> no, it was a great TIFO. When you see, if you see the photos, uh, it's it's right before it collapsed. right before it collapsed. Yeah, uh, and you know, we we spoke to a lot of the people from uh, from the Dark Clouds and True North Elite and stuff like that, and it was just uh, a mishap. You know, the 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 after after the the. Tifa was painted. The, the basically the fabric just it's shattered. Paper. It's paper. It's not paper. It's fabric. But it did. No, it's paper. It's like a. It's like a fabric like paper. It really is paper. Remember the guy had the piece of it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you yeah, could yeah. feel it. It's paper. Okay. Okay. It's a very strong paper. It's not like paper towels or anything. It's a very strong. A uh, weave woven paper. Okay, but it is in fact it, it's a paper. what it's what Trump was tossing to all the Puerto Ricans <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, after the hurricane. Just a couple, like, just hey, a couple jump want- <laughs> shots. Don't come near me. <laughs> real strong, real yeah. strong material. You'll be safe. This will protect no, you from the hurricane. It's the strongest. <laughs> uh, what do we call it? You can feel it. it's like a it's like a paper product. Yeah, and I guess they it, they it, kept saying. They wanted to test it. They, yeah, and they didn't get a chance didn't get a to chance do that. Test it. Uh, <laughs> so, like, there was the Tifa that sort of comes up across the fans, and there's one that gets lifted on, like, the strings. Yeah. The one in the middle of the fans was starting to rip. They recovered pretty well. Yeah. They started pulling it up the side. It looked nice. You know, when you're, like, putting, like, a dollar bill together? Uh-huh. You know what I mean? They covered that up. <laughs> it's all good. You can still take it. Yeah. yeah. I, still can, I can still buy Lucy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, the <laughs> ock in the corner will take it. <laughs> but then the one that comes up, it was really impressive, and everybody was clapping along, and everybody was shocked. And all of a sudden, you heard screams. <laughs> and uh, we got we got pictures of it coming down. Yes. Uh, yeah, it was, you know, I think somebody had like been caught underneath it. Luckily, nobody was injured. Nobody was hurt, but it was obviously you don't want to be trapped under. Somebody like, was scared. I think there was a, a woman who got completely without knowing it was coming down. Yeah. Was just standing there. Next thing you know, she's completely covered <laughs> in TIFO. Uh, so I yeah. got TIFO all over me. <laughs> yeah, my favorite part of that was the guy, the security guard who was standing near where I was. Yeah, we, uh, we were in the press box. We were in the press box, and, we, and so, he had one of those like mega, like uh, one of those like what are they called? The little radios. A walkie-talkie on his like, shoulder. On his shoulder. Yeah, and he's like, "Hey, the banner came down. I told him not to do the stupid big banner." <laughs> <laughs> like, this guy knows doesn't know a thing about soccer, <laughs> which is great. I think everyone is sort of adjusting to the new stadium. Yeah. Even when I, I was clearly work security for Vikings. Games. Yeah, look, when I was leaving uh, and uh, to my Uber, the the uh, I had gone to the team store because uh, Elvis from On the Volley Apparel wanted to get something. Yeah. Uh, and shouts to On the Volley Apparel for coming out. Exactly, man. So they while we were uh, uh, getting picked up, the driver was like, "Oh, it's done. It's done." I'm like, "Yeah, it was, there were twenty thousand people here yesterday playing a big, big old game." He's like. Oh, I thought they were still working on it. So there's a lot of people who don't know what's well, going on. It's funny you said that because my Uber said the same thing. He's like, I can't wait till it's done. I want to go bring my grandson. <laughs> I'm like, well, that was why we're here. Yeah. Oh, what? What is it? Is it, it do they need like a billboard to just say, yo, it's done. Yeah, like, we're, we're just, good now. <laughs> why don't people know that it's done? It looks done. <laughs> it looks very done. Yeah. Uh, so... Uh, but you know, I, and we obviously we while we were there, we were teasing, uh, making jokes about the TIFO collapsing, uh, and some people were like, "Hey, we worked really hard on that and all that." Which yeah, we, you did. You did. We understand. It's gorgeous. It's amazing. It, but was, it collapsed. It collapsed. So what are you gonna do? Like, let's. We have to move on, right? We have to make. We have to laugh about it, right? Yeah. So now we're we're already in the phase where we're laughing about it. We're 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 moved beyond the exactly because we don't. I, I, we know we don't take lightly the the sacrifice that people make 
to uh, across the country and all, the cost the, alone. The cost alone. Speaking of, we should also talk about the banner that wasn't allowed in. Yes, uh, which from hilarious from Third Rail. Uh, Third Rail, the NYCFC supporters group made a very small banner that they were told they were allowed to bring in. It, from what we hear, yeah, it was a, a, a some confusion whether it was allowed or was not allowed. Then the so the concept was pitched. And then they, uh, they, they said like, oh yeah, that should be fine. And then when they, they I, made the, band. they made, they made the TIFO. They made the TIFO. And then basically, you know, game day, they're like, you can't, uh, bring, not, you can't bring it in. So they took a picture with it outside, which is really cool. We got to be a part of that. We got to take a picture, uh, of it. Um, it says, uh, Congrats. Congrats. Must be nice. Must be nice, which is perfect. <laughs> I mean, that's New uh, York nice I, right there. Exactly. So it's r- r- right outside of uh, Allianz Field. You can see it in the background and all the NYCFC uh, away supporters just in front of a sign that says, congrats. Must be nice. <laughs> and it's it's perfect. It has nothing to do with anti. Yeah, no, it's, it was hilarious. So here's what I found out after the fact, which is why I think last minute they weren't allowed in. The guy who runs. All of the sister teams for CFG for City Football Group. Uh huh. All the entire like important staff of of City Football Group sure. and NYCFC were there. Yeah, yeah, of course. So I think that's why last minute they weren't allowed to bring it because it looks disrespectful to them. Oh, sure, that, I can understand. So I see why. Still not right that they went ahead and made all made put the effort forward. Yeah, look, it could lead to some confusion and whatever. Uh, you know, it's it, it, when it goes up the ladder, some somebody might be like, "Nah, nix it," you know, and then they're yeah. not uh, happy with it. So, look, it, it's unfortunate, but I know a lot of teams go to great lengths to welcome the heads of other teams, the other teams in. I remember when I was at Emirates for the um for the tour, uh, they said that even for the even for the derby. Uh, Arsene Wenger would would ask someone on the staff to get colored uh, the colored flowers of the other team and and have that in like the, there was like a main dining hall for the heads of uh, state of those teams. Yeah. And where like they would dine together like they could they could dine together if they wanted to or they would walk out and they would go to their own separate suites. In that, it would always be the the flowers would always have the color of the of the, of the visiting team. Okay, so I I know that great lengths are taken to welcome the other team, and they may have seen a sort of in bad taste if they allowed the fans to have a, a sign that was sort of not disrespectful, but you know, in a in a in a snide way. It's well, it's it's self deprecating, right? Yeah. We're making fun of ourselves, and and that's what the uh, NYCFC fans they are, are very comfortable uh, doing. And and to Minnesota United fans credit, like we had posted the picture, and they. All like, you know, it's hilarious. I ho- I wish they would have allowed it in the stadium. I think right. it would have been an, a, a a fun little accent to uh to to the to the afternoon, right? Yeah, absolutely. Been, I thought it was day. a really great idea, comedically well executed. Yes, perfect. Not no fat on that joke. Congrats, <laughs> must be nice. Very well done. So uh, let's talk about the game itself. Uh, you know, a lot of jokes in there. Speaking of, uh, you know, Simone goals. Uh, but yeah. we, we should. I don't remember much of it. <laughs> I'll tell you this much: the bathrooms near the suites. Yeah, pretty sweet. Look, uh, if you've listened to this show before, and especially <laughs> if you heard uh, about our time in in Dallas uh, for for the in, uh, the the supporters uh, council meeting, the my bowel movements are a big part of the show, huh? Bowel movements are. I mean, they they might as well be the third cool again because they are. They <laughs> very much. <laughs> Give me a chance. It, it almost was. <laughs> okay, it definitely can stack up and fit in Alexis's clothes. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Uh, yeah, I I felt the need uh, to go to the bathroom, and I thought, you know what, game just started. <laughs> no, it's Pro- gonna happen. <laughs> probably a great time to go to the bathroom. I think I went to the bathroom in maybe like the eleventh minute, 
And my stomach was just like, hey, now's the time. I know you're comfortable, but nope, here we go. <laughs> so I go to the bathroom. I get ready to get started, right? Yep. Sit down, look over, no toilet paper. Oh. Not even like the roll. Like they just did not put toilet paper in this bathroom. <laughs> Allianz Field was just like, nope, we don't need it. This is the only bathroom in the press box. Well, they, I think they thought they might have had a little bit more time. You know, like yeah. maybe, maybe at the 30th minute they yeah. would have brought in toilet paper. No, no, your boy needed it in the 11th. <laughs> so I, there's a security guard stopping you from going to the suites. I get dressed again because I don't know if you've heard this show before. I like to, when I go to the bathroom, I like to be uh, in a very natural, in my birthday suit, if you will. <laughs> so em- now I got to put all this clothes em- back on. It's embarrassing. <laughs> it's not. This you're, is- in, you're in a damn public sports stadium. <laughs> hey, very, I was the first one to use this bathroom. <laughs> so I felt very comfortable with my decision. So I go get redressed, right? That took a couple minutes. I go out and I see the security guy. I go, hey, there's no toilet paper in the bathroom. I got to go. And she goes, well, there's another bathroom right through here. Just go to the bar and make a left. So I walk in. Now I'm in the suites. So now I'm kind of walking really slowly past the suites to see if I see anybody. You know what I mean? Anyone of note. And you know me. I walk right in. Okay? okay. I walk in. I make myself a little sandwich. I talk to people. That's Wait, you, this is before you get the toilet paper. This is before. No, it's before <laughs> I go to the bathroom that has toilet paper. Okay. So I'm, I'm on the lookout to see if there's a way I could scam my way into a suite. Okay? Wait, you're going, you're going to grab a bunch of food and then go to the bathroom. I would have. I'm already going to go to the bathroom. <laughs> this is money. ridiculous. No, it's not. <laughs> you know, sometimes you buy groceries before you run out. <laughs> Just in case, I, I, I didn't eat though. I didn't. I didn't get a chance to eat. Okay. Yeah, we. I didn't see a suite with anyone <laughs> I knew. It's just incredible that you clearly. It's a pressing issue. You have to go to the bathroom, but you're like, let me see what food I can steal first. Yes. <laughs> yes, because I'm like, this is good for the show, right? <laughs> so I'm walking past, and I'm doing my best. I'm doing my darndest to try to see if there's anyone I recognize. And I'm walking back. I walk back across the face of the suites with the doors open a couple times. Enough with the security guards. Like, who are you? Why are you here? But I got a press pass. So no one's really asking, but they're looking. You know what I mean? And I'm like, uh, which way is the bathroom? I say to the guy, and he was like, oh, that's why he's been lost this whole time. And he points to the bathroom. I go in the bathroom. I sit down. Beautiful. First person to use this bathroom. I'm over by the suites. <laughs> so positive. <laughs> I'm, over by, I'm over by the suites. So I'm like, no one's going to even know it was me if I make a mess in here. You know what I mean? If, I, if the smells is terrible. And it was. Uh, so I sit down, and I start to enjoy myself. I uh, grab my phone. I don't mean it sounds like I have like it sounds like you're masturbating when no, you say I start to all. enjoy myself while you while you're defecating. This is almost, this is almost better, right? <laughs> I'm just letting it out freely. No need to push. I'm not in a hurry. And I hear <sighs> So I was like, "Oh, I must have missed like a like a a corner, you know?" And I'm using my phone. I'm thinking I'm texting my wife or something, and then I get a text from you that says, "You missed two goals." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, damn." Well, I'm sure the second half will be just as good, right? So I'm texting some more. I'm looking at Instagram. I get another text from you. You've missed three goals. Almost immediately after that, I get four goals. And I go, what's the score? <laughs> Stop telling me four goals. I don't know who scored who. And I'm not getting reception in the bathroom. Like, foot mob, for some reason, that app isn't uploading. Oh, okay. So I'm like, I can't tell what it is. So you, you wrote back 2-2, I think, at that time. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, damn, I got to hurry, right? So I wipe up. I go to use the, I go to wash my hands. As I wash my hands, I hear, again, right? And this is a very prolonged cheer. So I was like, yo, something big must have happened. I thought somebody at uh, for NYCFC got a red card, right? So I'm washing my hands quickly as possible. I, I, I dry them as I poke out by where the bar is, right next to the bathroom is the bar. Huge TV. I'm seeing the replay of the own goal. Yes. Of Sean Johnson's own Sean goal. Sean Johnson, yeah. So I missed... Five 
You goals. missed five goals. I was in the toilet for so long. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to go to Allianz Field. I'm going to fly. You flew all the way to Allianz Field to use the bathroom. Do you realize that? Yeah. <laughs> I saw one of the six goals fly. <laughs> You, it's it's one of those where you don't even deserve to be there. I mean, I there's no, there's really my no. experience. I guarantee is the very different from everyone else's. I saw one of the six goals yeah. scored. This six is, goals. Imagine if you were a journalist that worked for MLS or the Athletic. Or, I gotta make it up. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta make it up. Like, whoa! Well, I mean, my time at Allianz Field was. You have to fill it with all these other words yeah, to yeah, make yeah. it seem like you really. I mean, special doesn't really say <laughs> goal after goal. I was. Enthralled, enthralled, oh, and yeah. stunned yeah. with the the majesty of <laughs> my face was red. Uh, <laughs> bear, yes. I felt it, bear. It was incredible how Minnesota United pushed through <laughs> every single opportunity, just squeezing out as many goals as they could possibly get. Oh, uh, it was a number one goal, and it, the num the number two goal yeah. was really incredible, significant. Some would say. <laughs> oh my goodness, it was insane! I couldn't believe it. I'm like, yo, this game is insane. <laughs> Alexis is in the damn bathroom <laughs> the whole time. All right. <laughs> also, yo, you should invite me to your stadium <laughs> so I could use the bathroom because your team is going to score <laughs> buckets. <laughs> two buckets would be filled. Okay. One with goals. Yes, <laughs> and one with poops. So, yeah. excrement is what I would have said. <laughs> so, uh, but the, the game from what, uh, even from what you saw, and well, honestly, when you got out, out of the bathroom, the game got much more, uh, the game calmed down quite a bit. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was very different. The game was as relaxed as you were, you were after bowel movement. Pre-bathroom -ba pre exit, exciting <laughs> game. Post-bathroom exit, not so exciting. Exactly. Here's another thing. Hey, Allianz, put some TVs in the toilets, will you? In the toilets? In the, in the, in the stall. <laughs> Poop. Not in the toilet. I'm Just poop right on the yeah. television. <laughs> well, some games. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, okay, that's an option. All right, for yeah, what did they, come on? I'm surprised the fans didn't put that in their in their notes for requests of help uh, a brother out, will you? Of what they wanted. when nature calls. <laughs> so, um, the game itself was uh, was incredible. I heard it was. Yes, I uh, go <laughs> Ozzy Alonso. You saw the goal from Ozzy Alonso. The first goal ever scored by a Cuban in the stadium. Yes. Oh, you say bike? No, no first. It, goal ever in, in the, the stadium, stadium by a Cuban period, period was scored by a Cuban uh, and I missed it <laughs> and you missed it look at yeah. that uh, but it wasn't I saw the replays it uh, looked amazing uh, just an incredible goal uh, and you know not also he didn't come to our event so he's dead to me so <laughs> really really yeah, I would never say that to his face <laughs> I would never say that to his face if anything I'd be like I can't believe Christian said that <laughs> so uh, uh, incredible goal not a goal you expect Ozzy Alonso to like on crack. the volley on the volley uh, apparel right yeah. <laughs> he, he <laughs> Kicked it out of all your barrel goal. Uh, it, it really, really impressive. It was so, it's such a dope uh, way of scoring a goal that I think Talisman should make a cap out of it. Okay, yeah, that is a, a, an option, right? It was that like iconic. Uh, it, 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 yeah, incredible. The first goal scored. At Allianz Field. Yeah, it, it was. By a Cubano. Very impressive. And then in, uh, in Argentine scores the next goal. Right. Uh, Tati Castellanos from NYCFC. Who, by the way, I think he found his position. Right, he center looked... forward. There were a lot of people speaking very positively of, of it seems like he, he belongs up front as opposed to on the wing. 
I, as far as I'm concerned, he plays that position better than any other position I've seen him play. Yeah. You know, the big rub against him is that he wasn't good at crossing the ball. Well, you don't have to when you're the center forward. He's like, yo, I don't got, I don't even got a pass up yeah. here. What? <laughs> you give me the ball and I can do whatever I want with it? Yeah, he did look. That that was definitely his best game in NYCFC. He may show. not be a holdup guy, but he's certainly a center forward. Okay. Yeah. He did uh, th- that first goal after that uh, that chip from uh, from Shradi. Yeah, and uh, he just handled it well. Good, great first touch off the chest. It's little a little classless with the uh, the the handling of the ball. I mean, classless. It was a little classless. Got, he's from Argentina, I know. bro. They got different rules they, down there. All right, you got to win games. Yeah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Because if not, your family gets killed after <laughs> murdered. Yeah. yeah, I can see right. why he's that industrious. It's, it's a little bit, a yeah. little, little pressure, a little different yeah. out there. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, great, great goal. Also, great, great goal from uh, from Shradi as well, to, uh, from Tashiri Shradi. Uh, I- impressive. But really, the thing that stands out has to be maybe using the bathroom. <laughs> you using your? Uh, well, no, you. I mean that, and that that doesn't stand out. You you most you mostly sit down. <laughs> yeah, for that yeah. one. Um, the the own goal from Sean Johnson, and let's let I mean let's try to figure out what the hell happened here. I I just don't. I think he thought he was much further away from the goal than he was. <laughs> Which, he, for he, a goalkeeper, I mean, that's insane. But he's used to playing in a very small field. I think he saw how big the field was. He's like, <laughs> I got to have acres. <laughs> um, unfortunate, right? It, it was uh, Angelo who was uh, kind of chasing down the ball. He got a pass from uh, from uh, Ebenezer Ofori. Uh, routine play, right? Mm-hmm. He had a, he had probably two options to maybe to probably take one touch, and it probably would have been fine. Or he could have just cleared it off of that one touch. Yeah. Did not. Wanted to take, he wanted to do some straight up. I don't know if he's watching too many freestyle videos, uh, too many like I don't. I don't know if he was trying to nutmeg the yeah. forward. Yeah. Uh, because, he nutmeg the post. <laughs> he, definitely, <laughs> he definitely got in between those two legs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> because he's been watching the F two. <laughs> all right, yeah. Tone it down. Yeah, um, buddy. Stop with the techers. He tried to take a, a very clever touch outside outside of the foot and try to go a, a, across the goal and 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 maybe go to uh, the the center back that was at that far post uh doesn't uh, does he even touch the ball i don't even know he uh, he does he does oh, he take, does he rolls it he rolls it he, he because he touches it is why it goes in yeah um if he stops it and i think he was being put under pressure but not that much not that much he had like probably two maybe two three yards of space and here's so, what i'll say you know things like this can mess up a keeper every time he gets the ball at his feet which is how they play mm-hmm. you know he's essentially another center back when the ball's being swung around the back how is he going to react moving forward? I, I believe he'll be fine. He seems like a rather headstrong guy. He's a men's national team. He's been getting called up fairly often yeah. the last couple months. I wish someone asked Bill Hamid. How's that? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> Bill Hamid, like, what have, I, what have I been telling you? <laughs> I've been saying <laughs> That's your number one right now? That's your number two? He's like, I, all right, what am I, what am I going to do Speaking now? Speaking of number two, where's Alexis? <laughs> <laughs> Bill Hamid's like, I'll tell you something I never did. That. Okay. <laughs> so... Yeah, just surreal. Uh, a, a crazy moment in the stadium, man. And if you were not there, the you may have heard it. Uh, You're speaking directly to me. <laughs> you, you clearly heard it on the broadcast. I heard it from the bathroom. The the eruption. The, no, the eruption. But then every, every t- time he touched, every the time ball, Sean Johnson touched the ball, the the stadium. Not, not they they were they were. I, well, what would he even call? It? They were jeering. They would, probably, they would cheer. They, they would, would cheer. Nuts. They would, would just make a lot of noise. There was a lot of noise, and you can clear. You can see it kind of rattled him a little. It, yeah, bit. it affected him. Uh, without, there were a couple, couple little touches that were probably weren't, weren't as clean uh, as you know before he made that error. So, uh, it, but it, it was. I think even for us, it, it 
I, it, it affected me. It made me rattled. Like hearing the the, the Minnesota United fans uh, uh, kind of roast them like that, uh, and you you feel it. You 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 almost you almost feel bad for him. But this is definitely something he is never going to forget. Right. This I is, mean, he, uh, hopefully he can work through it because yeah. just that's a men's national team keeper. It's a big and you game, hope, yeah. national TV. You know, a lot of people watching that first game in that new stadium. A lot of. People. I will also say that's the best NYCFC has looked all season. Yes. Yeah. And so I, I, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully the, it seems like the players out on the you know the out the out what do they call them the outfield players right the players that are that are running around touching mm-hmm. the ball. Um, they seem to be getting their shit together. For NYCFC, yes. Outfield players is even yeah, more yeah. fitting. Literally, right? <laughs> the guys are more like in left field. Um, they seem to be getting their shit together. So you kind of hope now it's not the keeper who kind of can't put their, their shit together. Now. Yeah, well, but overall, just an incredibly entertaining game. Incredible experience. And like we said, go to a game at Allianz Field. If, if Definitely if you're uh, the, the away support and want to go, go to a cool stadium with amazing people. And yeah. Uh, there's a bunch of bars and stuff and a lot of things to do. The black car stuff. Uh, the, the black car pub is right. Uh, you know, a couple, a couple blocks away from the stadium. Absolutely wonderful place to be. Uh, just an amazing, amazing. Shouts to Wes Burdine, man. Yeah, yeah. The owner of the bar. He's also a soccer journalist. He's uh, written yeah. a, b- a bunch of articles and stuff like that. And, uh, and uh, shouts to Summit Beer, man. That Dakota Soul spoke to me, dude. Yeah, yeah. We had a great time there, man. He, also, Minneapolis City. We got a sh- shout out to them. I got to, yeah, hang, you out got to hang out with them. I went I to the club shop. Shouts to them because uh, I, I believe her name was Sarah. She she works from Minneapolis City, and she had she was the one who handled the handles the Twitter account, and she tweeted. Uh, when we were going to be at the Talisman shop and announce, announcing the event, uh, Minneapolis City tweets, oh, and the soccer cooligans are going to be at the club shop. Come by. And I was like, oh, that's cheeky, funny. We're not. I mean, we never met them. We don't know anything. Uh, you know, we, we talked to them. We we've talked been, to we've them. known them for like two we've known years them. Yeah, online. we sent them stickers and stuff yeah. like that. Uh, so, but we never met in person. Uh, so I was like, oh, that was funny. Funny joke. And then that morning, it was, uh, what, uh, Saturday morning? Yeah, Saturday morning. I was like, Yo, let's let me go out there. Let's see. You know, it was it was funny. And then I just showed up, and I showed up in the middle of a Minneapolis City intern meeting. So I didn't know what was going on. I walk in. I'm like, hey, should I not be here? Is everyone getting fired? Because <laughs> it just seemed like I, I thought people were just going to be at the shop, or maybe like the, a Premier League game would be on, or something like that. But right? They were like, there was like a PowerPoint presentation going on. I'm like, oh boy. I just walked. In. I, I think I walked into the conference room. You know, what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I'm in the wrong Yo, place. You got clothes in the conference room. Boy. <laughs> uh, uh, but but shout out to the, uh, to them. It was uh, uh, Sarah uh, Daniel. Um, who is the the owner of Minneapolis City uh, uh, MPSL Club? Uh, and they, they were awesome. We got to talk about yeah, it. Summit is our sponsor. Summit is our sponsor. Yeah. Was, uh, speaking of that, yeah. So it was cool that you and Elvis got scarves. What you couldn't toss a third one their way, guys? I, I always feel weird asking for for stuff for people who are not there. I feel I feel uncomfortable. But well, plus, I would love one. You have a lot of stuff, Alexis. You don't need more stuff. I don't need more stuff. But I always <laughs> want more we stuff. we. It wasn't me getting a scarf. We got a scarf. All right. Okay, well, I get custody of this scarf sometimes. <laughs> okay. I uh, want your old neck sweat on my scarf. <laughs> on, on, you know, uh, on uh, every other weekend, uh, we'll, we'll share the <laughs> scarf. So, uh, so, but great time o- over there. So, uh, let's talk about a couple other games. Let's talk about Seattle Sounders uh, against, the, uh, they host uh, Toronto FC. So, uh, Seattle in second place. Yeah. I mean, they, uh, second to LAFC, who's doing, uh, you know, incredibly, but Seattle Toronto's Sound- in fourth. That's not bad. From last season, that's a nice that's a nice move up. And it's all because of Pozuelo, man. The Pozuelo effect. Yo, I said this to you when we were watching the highlights again. I think Pozuelo, Josie, 
is better than Javinko Josie. Uh, I agree with that, but I do think uh, Javinko is a is better than Pozuelo as far as like getting results and getting. He's goals. a better player than Pozuelo, yeah. absolutely. Maybe not at this age, though, right? Maybe he's taking another step back. Sure. At this age, that said, and, and I'm not saying that like Pozuelo's not far behind. Pozuelo's no. amazing. Pozuelo's an incredible. He's a he's an incredible, very creative playmaker. Yes, one hundred percent. More than Jovinko was for sure. I agree. Jovinko's goldenness was the fact that when he sold tickets, he was a big name and he drew defenders away from everybody else. So he made other people's jobs easier. Sure. Bosuelo's better at getting you the ball in a position to score. And I think the highlights of this game were, you know, a really close example of, of just what he can do besides the drubbing he put on NYCFC. Yeah. Uh, this was a great example. I mean, the, the cross he put to, uh, to Josie, there's just no one there's no one could have stopped that. There's nowhere like it literally could have only found Josie's head. Yeah, it was a it was a great ball. That was the first goal in the eleventh uh minute. Uh and, Chad and Marshall completely out of position, but what are you gonna do? I think um I think what stood out to me more in this game is how um really incredibly talented the uh, uh Brad Smith and uh and, Ke- and Kelvin Leardam are. So th- this this back line for the Seattle Sounders uh I think is the best version of their back line that we've seen in years, right? Incredibly talented. Um they uh Kelvin Leardam and Brad Smith I think are, are, are the, the, these pair of winbacks are are some um, they both got assists in this game and I think this is going to be a thing that we're going to see regularly. Uh throughout the season. Smith, uh, when he's in the midfield, looks like he's an attacking midfielder. And I think that that's, that's the toughest part about a wingback. Sometimes it's just the fastest player. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's someone who can come back and track back. But when they're up there, they're basically, they're midfielders. They're wide midfielders when they're up there. Yeah, when they're, up they're there, very, yeah. very good on the ball and they make, and they make just great, great uh, decisions. And after Jovan Jones left uh, to Bundesliga 2, yeah. th- that that was sort of my main concern. I'm like, who's going to be that playmaker? Much better movie than Bundesliga 1. Oh my god. <laughs> sure. Yeah. The C- Bundesliga, the sequel. <laughs> <laughs> um, Different name. <laughs> so, but uh, but I was I was a little worried because uh, Jovan Jones would get like you know ten to twelve assists like a season the last like two years he was there. he was really really good at that uh, but I think Leardham and Brad Smith may not be able to hit those numbers but maybe collectively they might be able to kind of do that the team just seems very well gelled together where I think last year it felt like like very sporadic their successes yeah well they didn't have jordan morris yeah. and i and like you know you know we made all the jokes about him and all this other stuff but like dude this year he's like he's on one he's yeah he's just like i mean he has a point to prove right he has a, he, he missed that season and he's like all right uh you know who knows maybe he heard our show maybe he heard jo- uh, jermaine jones like there's uh, you know it, it can it can probably get him a little bit more uh le da animo Right. Yeah. That's I think that's what he really put a has. chip on his shoulder. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's a little bulletin board information, you know? Yeah. Uh, uh, just incredibly impressive. And and Will Bruin uh, in this game to get uh, those uh, those two goals Were they both had. No, there one, one was a header yeah, one was and a one was uh, the the uh, the cross from, uh, I believe, Lodero. Um the just uh, I Toronto's uh, this year where where we didn't really expect too much from them. Uh, you know, Michael Bradley got that that brace. I think at the first in the first game of the season, they obviously got embarrassed in in Champions League, and uh, so we didn't know really what to expect. But they they were pretty good even be, before Pozuelo. Uh, and then when Josie got back, 
this this I think this is um it's a beautiful pairing because there it's not This is twenty seventeen Toronto. I think I think there's a possibility of something like that happening. Maybe not the results, but I think what um what I like about this pairing is that Pasuelo's not trying to be a goal scorer like Josie is. Josie wants to be up front, he wants to get good service and he wants to he wants to finish. Pozuelo wants to be the guy that puts the ball in those in the right position. You pair those two together, that's a winning that's a winning pairing right there. That's a winning yeah. formula. You got Jovinko. Jovinko and Josie were always kind of like having to be fit together. Not the case now. I agree. Uh, so let's see if they're good enough to take it all the way. I don't know. You know, I think they're f- yeah, they're entertaining. I mean, they're definitely gonna. They're definitely- DC United looks like a world beater though. LAFC looks like a world beater. I don't know exactly how the chips are gonna fall for Toronto. Also, shouts to Montreal Impact who have a, a great start to the season. I, I think were they in third? I would call it great. Is it great? Where are they at? They're in third position, aren't they? I in the East. I don't know where they are, but the, the I do. The They're other in third. They the, got eleven points. The other person uh, that did pretty well. Well, yeah, they beat Montreal beat Columbus one nil. They're not like I'm saying. They're not superstars. They're not like putting on a show, but they're they're getting points. I mean, for what they came from last year, you know, Remy God. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Probably. Not. <laughs> it's not like you swallowed uh, your tongue. <laughs> they, they seem to be they seem to be paying attention to Remy God. I mean, this is, uh, but yeah, best of luck to them. I mean, they look terrible against NYCFC. They couldn't score a goal, and they got, they got a, Max and Rudy got a red card. So we saw them in person. Uh, all right, you I, clearly you're uh, a little higher on them than I am, uh, yeah. and that's fine. Croissant uh, City, Let's but go. Uh, uh, Christian Rodan, terrible big of the Sounders. Uh, I think it might be on the verge of a breakout season. He looked great. He scored a goal. Uh, he he kind of set up the the goal. Um, that Will Bruin scored the second one. That touch was that insane. touch is perfect outside of the like he there's the, the chemistry uh, is really there. And we know we don't ex- necessarily expect him to score a bunch of goals, but he seems to be becoming this defensive midfielder that's like picking up you know some of Nicolodero's powers. You yeah. know and he's getting some of them some of that real some that that real skill. Uh, he's being able to like incorporate it. He's into getting his game. it from the mate. <laughs> yeah, he's like Popeye, but yeah, with, yeah. like is with spinach. Uh, so, uh, so shouts to him, man! Uh, impressive game for for the Sounders. Uh, they've they've been uh, incredibly, incredibly entertaining to watch this season. Just every single game, pretty consistently fun to watch. So, yeah. uh, just ne- in time for Kale to move there, huh? That's right. Uh, Frank Kale moving from Chicago. Uh, she was. She heard the rebound rumor. She was like, "I'm done with this city. I gotta get out of here." <laughs> okay, <laughs> this is still up in the air. I'm uncomfortable. No, but she's uh, Sounders heart. Uh, uh, you know, uh, she's a Sounders fan uh, to heart, and since since day one. Uh, and uh, so, but and I hope she enjoys moving back uh, back home to Seattle. So, yeah. best of luck uh, to you. Now so, we got to go to Seattle if we want to hang out with her. Exactly. But we, we and people have been asking us to go to Seattle. Well, that's a long time coming. Yes. We want to go there. It, a, a lot of these things, it's difficult for us, again, because we... I said, we said this on Twitter. You got to tag... Tag the Sounders. Tweet the Sounders, so, man. Look, We've tried. <laughs> Let them know, I'll, like, yo, wouldn't it be great if the Cooligans uh, were out here? Or wouldn't it be cool if the, the Sounders players, like, well, it, you know, were on the show and stuff like that? That, that kind of support... Truly helps. I, I, it's not. It makes a big difference. It really, really does. So if you, we've want, tried. We have efforted plenty of times. Exactly. And it's not to, and, it's, and it's not to say that they are saying no. Uh, no. Definitively, it just hasn't been. I don't know that there's there's been the fire in their belly. To there get needs it done. there needs to be a groundswell. Yes. Okay. There needs to be a grassroots effort. You right. need to knock on doors. Where's okay? Tropic Sounders? Where's Tropic Cuba? I don't know. Is that their name? Uh, right? Tropic Sound Cuba, I believe. Yeah. Tropic Sound Cuba. Like, where's Kale at? Where's the corn? 
the the corn, corn dog, dog squadron. Squadron. Where are you guys at? You know what I mean? <laughs> Where's uh was it was the other one the um uh Gorilla FC? But there's one more. There's uh oh yeah, there's another one. I don't know. Uh, Emerald City. Emerald City is yeah. that their thing? Where's Emerald that's City? That's also from supporters. Sonic the Hedgehog. That's, a, that's, that's level, right. level one of, uh, okay. of, of Sonic the Hedgehog. Well, right now, we're we're sort of laying on the ground with coins falling out of our pockets. <laughs> we ain't getting yeah, a lot of these things. Look, they don't happen unless there's uh, there's uh, some public support because, uh, you know, this, uh, this stuff, it, it's 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 not it's not cheap to just go uh, to cities and do shows and stuff like that. Not so we need, we need to make sure that people will be there and people will support. Uh, because it, it doesn't happen. Uh, it, it stuff doesn't happen for free. Uh, no, it does not. <laughs> if it did, everyone would be much happier about it. Exactly. So uh, let's talk about uh, uh, la- uh, last game. Uh, yeah, uh, let's talk about uh, New England Revolution against they host the the Atlanta United. Um, Atlanta United finally get a win. Frank DeBoer. I, I saw some stat. This it said this is uh, Frank DeBoer. Boer. For the his, Frank DeBoer. DeBoer. The the boor. Boor. I know for sure I'm saying it right according to Igor Mortis uh, of the Boer. The Boer. Yeah, the Boer. So we know for sure uh, this was the stat. And it's Frank. Frank. Frank the Boer. Boor. Boor. We're going to spend a lot of time on this. <laughs> FDB. <laughs> he uh, gets his first win in roughly uh, almost three years. Or something like that. It's like two and a half years from uh, he was playing. Standard. He was. Uh, <laughs> high level coaching. <laughs> He was, uh, what was the last team? He was at Inter? He was at Ajax, wasn't he? Ajax. Uh, but Ajax, then he went to Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace. And that then he did went, not go well. That, that, Inter, was he at? That, was that the club he was I at? I think he went from Crystal Palace, did nothing, and then was, came here. No, no, no. There was another club. He was at, okay. he was at two clubs before, look it up. before this one. Um, so, congratulations. Uh, happy for you. Uh, I know. I wish. I know. No one you, happier than Barco. No one happier. But I know Barco and Atlanta United wish they could play the New England Revolution every single week. Yes, uh, yes, they do. Uh, so they uh, they they put it on them, right? Atlanta United were clearly the better team here. Uh, the Revolution. You know, we saw them two weeks ago, right? And we were there, and they played well. Uh, they played against Minnesota and won that game. But this, uh, we didn't get to see this live. But I will say, I watched the highlights. There was not one highlight for New England. <laughs> Besides a couple clearances, <laughs> I mean, I know it's impressive. <laughs> what a what a way to get the ball! I mean, out that, of that's the that's the package you need to put together. <laughs> yeah. All the clearances. That's yeah. what I want to see. Because okay? I'm a real soccer fan. I just want to see, but also clearances far away from the players, from the fans. <laughs> I mean, nowhere near the fans. Those aren't good clearances. So uh, they uh, uh, they win this game two uh, 0 But really, what stands out the two goals from Barco. Barco. Uh, yeah. A lot of people uh, definitely down on him in the beginning of the season because he's not. Uh, he's not playing well. He's not passing the ball, dribbling like Bit crazy. Bit of a bust for the uh, value that they paid for him. They paid a $15 million transfer fee plus whatever. I think he makes like $2, mil, $2 million uh, a, a season. Uh, put it there. Clearly investing a lot of money in this young man, this this young man with beautiful braces. Yeah, uh, and he hasn't been scoring. Even when he slides into other players' girls' DMs, yes. he just can't score. <laughs> so Yes, so... Uh, but now finally, uh, getting getting some uh, you know some the DMs are getting replied to. Yeah, uh, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> with the with the with the fans cheering. That's he what, shoots, he scores. Uh, no man, look, we can make fun of Baco forever, but look, he's at some point he has to grow up, he has to mature, he has to deal with the pressure of being uh, a top name player in not only in the league uh, but for his team, and he really has to grow to be a leader and not someone who's uh, you know might flirting with or with other teammates of, you know, uh, girls or whatever. Like well, that. look, there's a difference between being so good that you deserve more. There's a difference between that and then getting it and expected to reach that level. Yeah. 
He's got to do that. He's got to do it. And he's he proved it in this game that he has it. It's in his tool belt. Yes. You got to use it. That second goal. First goal was off a uh, good pass. You know, redirects it. Great. That second goal was that is why you bring in this Argentinian teenager. Yeah. Uh, because he he curled the ball to to and I'll I'll give him credit because this 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 goal made me feel the way when I see Dimitri Payet take a free kick. Or uh, you know some of them go like that where I'm like how in the how does he bend the ball like this? It's just who told you that was an option? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because, like who told you you could do that? Yeah, because you saw the goalkeeper was just like uh, like no one expected that shot to, to. No, but apparently if you listen to the highlight, he told was it Croizet was the um, was the the guy who was uh, defending him. He told Cro- no, no, because that's that piece of sport in Kansas City. I don't know who you're talking about. Cazero, maybe. I forget. Okay. The defender. The defender. Okay? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Cropper was telling him to close him down, close him down. Yeah. Because I think he's seen, he must have seen tape and was like, this guy got a right foot. He can curl. So he's trying to tell him, hey, close down. He did just a little too late. Yes. Uh, but when <laughs> that uh, uh, that ball curved the way it did, uh, the bend on it, you it, it, it's again, you, you are, um, you know that these are the, like, you don't pay 15 mil of a transfer fee when uh, and not know that a dude can do that. So I, I'm, I'm, I, it made me more confident in like Darren Eels decision to pay that kind of money in, in the hope that, you know, because look, they, they paid a lot of money for him. They have to sell him for more than 15 million. A hundred percent. And, and now that may take another two or three years. Could they get yeah. 15 million for him now? I don't think so. No, but if he keeps doing that, he yeah. keeps doing that. Yes. So there's, it could be a, a bust where they lo- actually lose money on him. And that would be incredibly frustrating where I think in say uh, another scenario with NYCFC and Jesus Medina, where I, th- there's a very strong possibility that NYCFC may, uh, you know, or CFG may lose money on this transfer. Uh, for him because he's not he has not been uh, uh, producing so not very good no uh, uh, so but good good on Atlanta United hopefully this settles uh, the temperament for a lot of Atlanta United fans because people were very concerned uh, over over how this season started how Champions League went and the whole thing this is the first time they've had to go through this as a fan base I know they lost the first few games of their first season but right was that where the second season? Regardless, second, they've, yeah, yeah, they've been through some losses, but they've never been through this sustained looking badly. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, so this was a this was a chance for them to remember the old days. They look good. They did look good. So good, good on them. Uh, uh, yeah. So uh, I hope. Uh, yeah, like I said, I hope, I hope Atlanta United fans are a little bit uh, uh, happier after all this. So, uh, all right. So we should just let's go to our interview with yeah uh, with you, Connor. Uh, like, and by the way, also don't forget this Friday we're going to release another episode. Uh, we're going to put out the interview with uh, Miguel Ibarra, which we didn't even talk about. We did talk about it in the beginning, but we, we did. But we said it was great and it was fun, but we didn't really give it like a whole breakdown of it, like we, we normally do. Talk too much about it, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, you don't remember. We, we did, I did, but it was did. cool. He posted on uh, Instagram that he said it was he's never laughed so much during an interview. Yeah, look, uh, there were a lot of people uh, were saying, you know, they were like Miguel Bada is a very shy guy. He doesn't really talk much. You're yeah. gonna, it's going to be a tough time. Interviews with him aren't easy. He doesn't like to say too much. Complete opposite. The, I the, mean, you put him in front of two comedians. Well, look, things change a little bit. We've been we we tell people we say this all the time. We say, look, when players get in front of us, it's different than anybody else. 
We say it all the time. (laughs) This interview is just another, just boom. You know, like a guy who just finished all the work and that like on a TV show and they boom, they just lay more work on him on his desk. It's exactly what we just did. We just put more evidence on that pile, baby. Yeah, man. So it was uh, super, super Shouts fun. Shouts to us. Shouts to us for <laughs> really uh, making Miguel Ibarra open up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and he was just a great dude. Great dude. He was uh, so sweet before and after. After the uh, with the fans, he was like, uh, took photos. Every, uh, every He was just nice, kind, supportive to everyone. He was the best. One of the nicest uh, people and, uh, you know, MLS players that we've ever he's met. Just like, he's a sweet soul. Exactly. He really is. So that'll be available Friday. So make sure you subscribe to uh, this podcast. Uh, subscribe on YouTube if you want to see the video as well. Also, Gully Squad. Thank you for Gully Squad for making this even possible. Yeah, we couldn't Yeah, we couldn't do any of it. A yeah. lot, but the majority of the stuff without, without that support. So Yeah, and look, to reference the hat, more will be available. More will be available. So the hat, uh, a success. It was great. It was awesome. People in Minnesota, uh, they, they bought a bunch. Uh, we have... Uh, they, we have some left. Don't worry about it. Um, they're going to be going online. They're going to be uh, being sold, and uh, and you'll be able to get them. So don't stress. Don't worry. We got you. It'll be uh, the information will be up very soon. Get on our email list uh, if you want to know about it, or join Gully Squad if you want to support the show and be able and get that information first. Uh, so you can go to soccercooligans.com slash Gully Squad uh, and join. Help support the show. Get access to exclusive content, and uh, and then you'll feel good about yourself, right? Oh my God, you feel amazing so, man you're like whatever five bucks ten bucks i don't need this money i don't need this money. my walls well do something good with it you know what don't get the whipped cream on the frappuccino you That's know what it. i mean you're right you're overdoing it on the whipped cream yeah so now you got gully squad money <laughs> what's better you lose a little weight your abs come back and you're a member of gully squad that's a nice life exactly welcome back abs yeah <laughs> and trust me i know exactly what, you, what i'm talking about <laughs> all right so let's get to our interview uh, with you connor again formerly of the chicago fire currently playing in, in the czech republic and the second division really uh slugging it out out there uh but this is this drew's a friend he's been on the show before he was on our live show in chicago uh great dude uh, has a lot of insight and we get to kind of hear about what it's like for an american player going out to czech republic it's a big a big life change and, and he's willing to to take a chance on himself and his career to to you know make a make some different kind of moves so uh so let's uh, get right to it this is our interview with drew connor right after this yeah baby all right this is oh yeah <laughs> this is uh this is dope as hell because uh now th- this might be the, our first uh this is not our first overseas call. No, we've been doing a lot of overseas calls. This yeah. is our first WhatsApp call. <laughs> first. Like we're like we're a couple cheating teenagers <laughs> over here. But this is our first uh, call with a definitely a player overseas and in Europe because we've spoken to each other while you've been in Ireland, while I've uh, been in Dominican, Dominican Republic. Republic. Right, uh, two very similar countries. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, good, it's very strong sporting nations equally. Right, right, uh, and the same also weather. It's exactly the same. <laughs> but this is the first time, and I know, look, guys. So we're gonna we're gonna talk to someone over in Europe. The the accent may be very difficult to understand. <laughs> so I hope you could bear with us. Ladies and gentlemen, unless you're driving, the one, the only, you might remember him from MLS. Homies out there in You, you might remember him from this podcast. You, you might remember from before, our live shows. From our live show. Uh, getting getting burned by Danny Calaprico. <laughs> uh, you also might know him if you're a big fan of Snoimo. I hope I'm saying that correctly. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, unless you're driving, put your hands together for the one, the only Drew Connor. Drew, hello. What's going on, guys? Yeah, you got that right. Snoimo. Okay. Snoimo. <laughs> Snoimo. So uh, it, to catch some people up, you were playing with the Chicago Fire last uh, last season, and now you are currently playing in the second division in the Czech Republic with 
Znoimo out. Znoimo. There's a little bit of a tongue twister. Yeah, I, I know if you ask me to spell it, there's like a seven and a Q in there. <laughs> I'm not even going to try. <laughs> so how are you? So uh, we'll, we'll, there's a, a lot of stuff because we want to talk to you about uh, the fire and, and rebranding and, and a lot of those rumors and a lot of those questions. Uh, but first, uh, we have to ask, how are you doing? What is the Czech Republic like? What is Czech soccer like in, in, in the second division? And what do their faces look like when you explain to them deep dish pizza? <laughs> <laughs> no man i mean look it's been it's been a cool experience thus far um you know obviously uh you you know i've known you guys for for about two years now i played with the fire for three years um you know my contract was up um and i kind of had this opportunity to come out here uh late in the season you know there's only a month and a half left in, in the season over here so i was i was lucky enough to find a team that that needed a you know a, a defensive midfielder um, and I basically packed my bags and left. Um, there's about seven games left in the season, but yeah, man, uh, Znoimo is, is on the Southern, Southern tip of Czech Republic. It's the winemaking region. There's not a whole lot going on, <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> and, but and now no, that you've no, said no. that, you know, everybody just loves Czech wine. I mean, that is just <laughs> right. <laughs> right, 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 right. Every so, sommelier no, man, is I listening. Mean, look, it's, um, <laughs> It's definitely a change of pace, um, you know, from, from Chicago. Um, it's, uh, it's a lot slower, but it's, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful little village and it's kind of allowed me to just kind of focus on my game and there's not really a whole lot of, of things to do, like I said, so there's no distractions and, um, yeah, man, I'm just excited to, to play out the last month and a half, two months of this season and then kind of see, see where the next contract comes. That's dope. That's amazing. And are you... Are you getting a chance to sort of prove people wrong on what they think of American players? Yeah, you know, it's there's a, there's a weird mystique to the MLS now in Europe. You know, I think three or four years ago, it was still the same stereotype or idea that the MLS was a league where older players kind of, you know, go to retire and things like and cash out and things like that. Now I think it's shifting. Um, especially just with the growth of the league over the past few years. And now, now they're, they're kind of asking more questions, right? So it's like, instead of just assuming what the MLS is all about or American, American players are like, they're, 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 I'm getting a lot of questions um, about, um, of course, pay, um, you know, what, what, the, what the style of play is like, uh, what it's like playing with certain players. So they, there's more and more interest. And I, I think, um, yeah, I think there's something to prove, especially being American too. Um, you know, I, 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 I'm almost certain I'm the only former MLS American player to play in Czech Republic, which is kind of cool. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah. So, uh, you know, word travels fast that I'm here and, um, it's exciting, man. I, and I, and I do feel like I have a lot to prove, you know? What what's it what's the what's the league feel like? What are the games like? What, you know, you've played uh, uh, I believe four games so far. Uh, how does how does it feel? And also, what is it like? Uh, I, I know you you may or may not be there very long, but in your time that you've been there, uh, obviously, I don't think your your Czech is as strong uh, as your English. So, uh, what what's it like uh, adapting to the culture there? I'm trying, man. I downloaded that app Duolingo. I'm yeah, trying to, I'm trying to pick it up as fast <laughs> as possible, but I'm pretty. I'm pretty bad, but no. So I flew in. I had a friendly game against a first division Slovakian team. Um, I played really well, and that's how I, you know, earned this contract. The following weekend, 
um, we played a game and it was probably the most a league game. It was probably the most intense soccer game I've ever been a part of in my life. Um, I started, we ended, you know, played 90, we ended up winning. Um, and then after the game, we, there was this huge celebration in the locker room and I didn't really know what the celebration was about. We, we beat a team that was, I believe second to last, um, in the league. And I didn't, I didn't understand. I didn't get the big deal. And I found out about five minutes, five minutes later that we had just gotten, you know, three points closer to avoiding relegation for next season. So I had, I had no idea that I was playing in a relegation. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Which is, is that your first relegation battle ever? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it was. And, and, and so, you know, later on in the game, I mean, the game was super intense, but later on in the game, it turned into this, this absolute physical battle and grind and, I was like, oh, my God, is this what it's always like? <laughs> and, of course, right after the game, I find out that we just got closer to, you know, uh, mathematically avoiding relegation for next season. So and that's I mean, that's something that's different, you know, than than the MLS, too. And it's something that these guys don't understand. They ask me, so if you come last in MLS, you just stay in MLS. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, like yeah that's it <laughs> you I'm, just try again next year <laughs> i just love i love their questions they must be like and you can use tam in a supermarket <laughs> <laughs> they're just very confused what, what was it actually better for you in hindsight not knowing that it was a relegation battle uh at, like at stake or or were you is it comf- comforting knowing now like uh like would it have would it have affected your gameplay knowing that there was that much pressure in that game um i think it w- it may have i don't know I, I in the first 5 minutes i had adjusted to the pace of the game and i was like okay this is this is check football like yeah, this yeah. is what it's always like um and don't get me wrong i mean it's always it's always pretty intense um and these guys run like crazy, man. I mean, I, you know, I, I've played a lot of games um, in USL and MLS, and there's been games that I've, you know, been the guy that runs the most, uh, you know, miles on, on the team or out of both teams. And I came here and I, I can't believe how much these guys run. Um, I mean, all, all day. So one thing's for sure is I'll be absolutely fit after this uh, month and a half. No okay. Going to get that Instagram <laughs> popping with them abs. All right, Drew. Yeah, man. <laughs> That's what it's all about, baby. That's uh, it. That's the game. <laughs> now, look, you're, you're over in Europe. You've, you've had, you've had opportunities in MLS. You're, you're trying to make a go of it in Europe. While you're there, you're still paying attention to what's going on with Chicago fire or maybe a uh, Chicago city football club uh, <laughs> or soccer club or, or soccer club. Yeah. What are you, what are we think? So there's two things, right? So there's a chance rumors are nothing has been uh, confirmed, but there's a, some pretty strong rumors. And I think they actually did say that they were in the attempts of buying out uh, their deal over in Bridgeview um, and coming over to uh, downtown Chicago in uh, Soldier Field. Um, what do you think about that? We'll start there. What do you think about moving it to a, a Soldier Field? And I'll just also add very quickly for the people who have not maybe uh, heard Drew before on the show. Drew uh, was a homegrown signing for the Chicago Fire. He is from Illinois. He is definitely a childhood Chicago Fire fan. So 
not only did he play for the team, but he's definitely have a, 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 a real emotional investment in uh, in the club. So I'll just add that as well before you answer your question, yeah. Drew. Yeah, and and of course, I, I still support the club. I still love the club. Um, you know, it's the team that that took a chance on me. Um, and I have, still have a lot of friends that, that play for that team. And obviously I love Chicago. So I like, I like to keep an eye on what's going on and I love to stay involved, but, um, you know, ideally, right. It would be, it would be great for the fire to have a brand new stadium downtown. And I'm sure you guys have seen some of those renderings that came out, um, you know, last year, um, you know, that were proposed from a different, you know, ownership and investment group, Yeah. um, whatever that may be. Now, I don't know the the legality of, you know, the terms on the stadium, right? And then and the name, like if if uh, you know if the fire moved, they can't be called the fire anymore. You know, I don't I don't know. Of course, of course, being you know growing up a fire fan, you don't want that name to change. But I will say, I will say that in the city of Chicago, the fire brand um is not as relevant as i w- wished and wish it, it it was um now a, hu- a huge part of that is the freaking tv show chicago fire dude yeah <laughs> yeah that's huge <laughs> it's a popular that's show huge right i mean i'm i mean, you you joke about it but it, it really is huge i mean the amount of times that people ask what i do and i say oh i'm on the chicago fire when i played they immediately thought of the TV show, right? Yeah, they're like, oh, are you um, a lead? Are you a series regular? <laughs> right, you know? right, right. Um, and so, and so that kind of makes it tough. Um, do I think that, you know, the, the relevancy of the brand would, would grow exponentially if the fire moved to, Brit- to uh, sorry, to Soldier Field? Of course, of course. Like, dude, I grew up in Chicago and I, it was, it was hard. It was just really hard for me to get friends out to those games in Bridgeview, you know? Um, and look, when the team does really well, they show out. Like I had a lot of fun playing in, in Toyota park. Um, now SeatGeek stadium when it, when it was packed, you know what I mean? There, we had a lot of great victories there. Um, but it was just hard for people to get out there. But yo, soldier field is 60 K. Of course, I mean, yeah, of course. So but, I mean, um, so you you might you know, there's a chance that even if you get thirty thousand to a, a fire game at Soldier Field, it's kind of still going to feel a little bit like Bridgeview, or maybe maybe not. Maybe from a player's perspective, it's it's not. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. No, I mean, you I mean you make a great point. Seattle, right? Obviously, is is a much bigger fan base. Um, I know they they banned off right those top those top sections yeah. uh, for some of those games that they know they're not going to fill, and I think that could be an option. But you know, you you got to start somewhere, um, and and to kind of rebuild this brand. And I think just moving closer to the city would be would be absolutely huge. I mean, the amount of people that I know that are close to me that that would have came out if 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 the games were closer to the city. I mean, it would it would have been a ton, man. Um, so, you know, I, and then look, Chicago's what the third biggest market in, in, in the U S behind New York and LA. And you just, you know, you wonder if Atlanta can pull these many fans, man, you know what I mean? With, with a little, with a little bit more push on the marketing side with the, with the team, maybe coming closer to downtown. I just don't see why Chicago can't do it. I yeah. mean, that's where I grew up. That's where I grew up watching the fire play. Was that, 
was at Soldier Field, you know, and and soccer's come a, a much much further way than it was in in you know 2001 2002. Yeah, it, it appears that the really the main concern for a lot of people that we know in Chicago is losing the brand name. It is it you know people get emotionally attached to to products, the brands, to whatever, you sort of understand. But the Chicago Fire, the name Chicago Fire means a lot to a lot of people. I think I actually, I think I solved it. Why don't we go with Chicago Fuego? <laughs> okay. I love it. Ryan, you, you got to say it. Chicago, just like Matt Javier says it. Okay. We go with Fuego. And instead of the badge looking like the fireman's thing, we go with the that, fire emoji. That brings, me, that brings me back to the Cuatemo Blanco days. There you go. Right. How would Cuatemo Blanco say it? There it is. Chicago. Hey, Chicago. Fire emoji. <laughs> Think about it. Chicago fire, right? The fire emoji now signifies Chicago fire. <laughs> Chicago fuego, perdón. Yeah. And there you go. And then they get sued by Apple. It's like it's like <laughs> it's it's like when Prince cha changed his, his name to that symbol, the artist formerly known as Prince. It's like the team formerly known as Chicago Fire. Yeah. And you know what there have been rebrands in other uh you know, from other MLS clubs. You know, the Wizards went to uh supporting Kansas City. So it's not like it's not unheard of. It's not unprecedented. But it, I, I think that's where the, uh, you know, the big frustration lies with a lot of people where they feel like I know you just made the point about, you know, I, I think it's a very valid point, especially for a, a person, uh, a player who played on the team and is like introducing themselves and, and they say what their job is and people don't know what their job exactly like, is. Oh, you know, Sophia Bush. Like, no. <laughs> so so <laughs> I think that's a, a, a fair point to make. Uh, and it's it's a thing uh, that you put in the pro category for why you rebrand, right? And it's not to say that you have to rebrand, but it's a valid point, right? If you're making pros, Look, and I mean, cons. I think I think if you could, I think if you could save the name, right, and move and move to to a downtown location, right, that would be ideal. I think that would be ideal, and more people would take notice with the team moving closer to downtown. Um, now, I don't like I said, I don't know the legality. I don't know if they would have to change the name. I don't know these things. And I would hate to see the fire change their name because I grew up a fan. Um, but I do I do think that the team needs to make a push to move to the city. I do. Yeah. So it's basically what you're saying is that m making a push for the stadium, for a downtown stadium or moving into a location uh, downtown is worth the possibility of a rebrand like the, 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 the pros outweigh the cons. Yeah, yeah but it's just so, it's <laughs> yeah, yeah, so it's tough. It's yeah, tough to so answer that question. Yeah. Yeah. I understand. It's man. so tough for me to say that. <laughs> um, I, I guess, I guess what I, what I would, what I'll end, end with in, in saying is that there are enough fans in the city of Chicago, um, you know, to, to, to fill a big stadium. And I think Chicago, you know, deserves a team downtown. I really do. Okay. That's a beautiful way to leave it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we agree. Let yeah. me ask, let me ask you this. What, where could uh, people follow along uh, the uh, Snoimo uh, <laughs> drama? You're out here saving teams from relegation <laughs> on day one. <laughs> Uh, I know you've been writing some posts. Let people know where they can follow up on their Drew Connorisms. Yeah, man. Follow me on Twitter, uh, Drew Connor one Instagram. 
Drew Connor one. I'll be posting stories, results, things like that. And um, it's been a, it's been a wild ride thus far, man. So so follow along, please. And if you can, just for me, you know, take a couple of videos or pictures of the food out there because I have a feeling it's not that great. <laughs> so I want to see what's going on out there. <laughs> Dude, I hit the same Italian restaurant every night. Oh, my God. I'm sure. Okay. Yeah. You, Drew's going to come back just 50 pounds heavier. Yeah. <laughs> just a lot of chest hair. <laughs> Amazing. You guys are spot on. <laughs> well, Drew, Drew, we wish you the best of luck out in the Czech Republic and uh, and for your career going for- forward. Whether you remain in Europe, whether you come back uh, to the United States and play in MLS or USL or wh- whatever. Or you uh, get voted prime minister of the Czech Republic. <laughs> You That's got- the overall goal. I'm coming here to, to take over. <laughs> isn't yeah. the the prime minister? Isn't the prime minister or president of the Czech Republic with that 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 very attractive woman that was at uh, at the World Cup? No, that's Croatia. Oh, that's Croatia. Yeah, I'm, I'm confusing it. Yeah, hey, I, don't mix it up, man. No, yeah, I know. I'm, I offended somebody yeah, in the uh, Czech Republic. <laughs> don't get Drew in trouble. <laughs> he won't be allowed in that Czech-run Italian restaurant anymore. <laughs> Dude, I'll send you photos. It's better than you think. <laughs> Please. Please do. <laughs> well, Drew, uh, best of luck, man, going forward. And thanks so much for, for joining us and, and, and talking about a very serious and, and, you know, controversial and complicated subject. Of course, man. And I mean, look, I think I think we all want, you know, um, you know, soccer in Chicago to continue to grow and blossom. And I, you know, I obviously want the best for the fire and to see them prosper. So um, I appreciate you guys having me on, man. Absolutely. And listen, if there's one change you can make out there, you've got to find a mad like Arvidas or something like you've got to find the mad Javier uh, <laughs> equivalent, you know, the Dude, mad, there's, there's mad Vladimir. There's four of them. They're over 60 and they drink beer during our day games at like 11 a.m. <laughs> That's the best. All right, good. I'm glad to hear that. At least a little bit of Chicago is with you, uh, buddy. Text us, text us your address and maybe we'll send you a frozen uh, Lou Malnati's or something. I love it. All right, boys. All right, buddy. Uh, Drew, take care, man. What an interview. Yo, Drew, thank you so much for doing the show. I mean, Drew is out there. I don't even know what time it's in the Czech Republic. It's a six-hour time difference. I, I asked him, actually. Okay. Well, I'm not going to do the math on that. It's just it's, it's, <laughs> it's late. late. It's late as hell, and he took the time out to speak to two little old us. Yeah. But, you know, Drew, he was one of the... We met him in Chicago for the All-Star game, and... We just met him in happenstance. Just he happened to be right by the DJ right, booth where right we at were. The, at the Section 8 tailgate. And he's been nothing but, like, dope and, and, and supportive and, and uh, just mad cool with us since day one. So uh, we genuinely wish him the best in his career. And, and he's, he's one of the homies now. He's, he's, like, he's not, legitimately one of the he, homies. Well, he's he's a, a professional soccer player who's also one of the homies. Yo, maybe we should. Yo, Gully Squad, we need, like, 1,500 more members so we can fly to Czech Republic. <laughs> And hang out with Drew you, you don't want us to see our friend? Is that what it is? Oh, wow. You want to keep us from our homie? <laughs> what kind of person does that make you, though? Uh, so thanks so much, Drew, for, for doing the show. Uh, another, another fun episode in the books. Maybe this is what we do. Yeah, man, uh, we we're having too much fun doing this, I mean, and just like we used to do with episodes uh, in our in my apartment, we're we're almost at two hours. Here we go, <laughs> and we got sounds. And we got sounds, and that's how it is. Okay, we're not in the studio, so <laughs> yeah, uh, we're not at the top of Madison Square Garden today. Not right now. So you hear, you're gonna hear phone calls being made. Yeah, sorry, that's my mother uh, <laughs> trying to give me a phone call. Uh, but yo, we're we're just about two hours, <laughs> two hour long episode. This is what we do. Okay, so that's fun. Uh, all right, so now people can. Have 
have, you know, this will be for, this will be for the entire week. Yeah, yeah. Actually, no, because we got we got some coming out on Friday, maybe. Yo, you guys better get through this one quick. We lacing you out with content, <laughs> my guy. Uh, but seriously, yes. Uh, if uh, if you are a, a fan of Minnesota United or know uh, Miguel Ibarra or whatever, uh, share this interview with Miguel Ibarra. It, it, it's one of the one of the, easily one of the most the one that's coming out on Friday. Uh, this Friday, yes, I'm saying uh, share this one that you listen to with Drew Connor also as well. This yeah. is also great. Maybe Miguel <laughs> wants to hear from Drew, <laughs> but. Um, it, it was definitely, especially with the fact that, you know, how we were mentioning that people thought like uh, Miguel wouldn't be that open or, or he was be very shy. And it was, uh, a it re- was way wrong. It was really, really fun. And he, you know, he got, he got deep. He spoke about his homie, Christian Ramirez going to LAFC, everything. everything. Uh, so we had a really, really in-depth conversation, something that you don't really get to, uh, the, the type of conversation you don't get to hear from soccer players very often. Uh, and, and we're really, really proud of it. So that's like the, really the main thing it was such a fun, uh, weekend in general uh the show was very very special to us yes and and just again it is it's a dream for us to be able to do these kinds of things and none of it would happen without your support whether you are uh uh in gully squad or not uh none of these things will happen because nobody would know who we are nobody nobody would care what we we would have to say if you don't listen to this show so thank you so much for doing that thank Uh, you and to everyone who leaves reviews and everyone who joins gully squad you guys are the absolute best thank you so uh so with that said Per usual, my name is Cristian Polanco. And my name is Alexis Leonardo Guerreros. (laughs) And together, what are we? The 